Podcasting 2.0 for May 20th, 2022, episode 86. We're stacking salad dressing. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Podcasting 2.0. It's a podcast, but it's also the official board meeting of Podcasting 2.0. We talk about everything that's going on with podcastindex.org. We got uh, the podcast namespace, the podcast standards, and of course, everything that we're discussing over there at podcastindex.social. I'm Adam Curry here in the heart of the Texas Hill Country and in Alabama. He doesn't need a camera to look handsome. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to my friend on the other end, Mr. Dave Jones. Handsome is my middle name. Yeah. It's Dave H. Jones. That's right. Yes. Yes. H. 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 Yes. Hey, have you ever heard a Brit say H? Yeah, they always say H. They say H. I know. It's the weirdest thing. I remember when I was uh, uh, doing my helicopter training, and uh, one of my instructors was, uh, what was his name? Uh, Was it Captain Dan? No. Uh, Pete. Pete. Pete? No. Anyway. Uh, Pete. I don't know if it was Pete or not. <laughs> anyway, this guy, um, he kept saying, you know, all right, uh, just to go ahead and, and land it on the H. Where? <laughs> on the H. What, what's the H? Is that like some, some thing in the airport that I don't know about a H? Is that, is that is a special? The, the H. You see the big white H? Oh, H. Okay, I got you. <laughs> yeah. no, it's, it's me and my, uh, my son. The invalid yes. has, uh, <laughs> has had me watching every episode of Top Gear you know ever made. Oh, you and you so, hadn't uh, seen them all. You hadn't. Uh, you weren't a watcher. There's like twenty. Well, I mean, like we've we've watched them throughout the years, but there's like you know like twenty seasons or something like that. And so I hadn't seen them all. So we're going back and watching all the ones we never saw before. And it, yeah, it, that was what they were they were saying something last night, and I actually called it out last night. I was like, why does he keep saying H? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, now you know. <laughs> well, that's my son. My son is super into cars, and he learned everything. He, uh, I'm sorry, I'm eating chocolate. Yeah, I did. He, that, uh, you know, that's very unprofessional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> just, it matches just, the rest of just, it. <laughs> it matches the rest of the show. <laughs> yeah. And um, the so he learned all of his like car terminology and everything from Top Gear. So mm-hmm. I mean, he was calling things like he was calling the windshield the windscreen windscreen the, the fascia hood, the bonnet bonnet yeah. the fascia yeah. that's uh, the uh-huh. dashboard it's not a dashboard but f- i learned all that when i bought my rolls mm. i had a 1979 silver shadow 2 and I, oh wow that's a beautiful car yeah brewster green so it's the british racing green i bought it off a guy uh in florida original owner i think it had it had like 17,000 miles on it or something and I, I bought it in Manhattan, and I, and I drove it into Manhattan every day from New Jersey for, God, I don't know, five, six, seven years. Maybe longer than that. That's a heavy car. Oh, yeah. That thing weighs like 12 tons. Yeah. It had, uh, you know, big, uh, I think it was a V12. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, and it was crazy because everything was fly, drive-by wire, so the steering wheel was really thin and, you know, really tiny, and it was, uh-huh. and the but the... The hydraulics was so so fantastic. I mean, you could turn that thing on a dime with just your pinky. Now, of course, if the engine wasn't running, you were screwed. Uh, yeah, See, that, I, I don't want anything between my steering you, you, wheel and the wheels. Yeah, no, that's that's not how. Ro- In fact, the thing was so quiet that that I was quite irritated by the ticking of the clock. Wow. It, yeah, it had, and that was you had a little clock in there in the in the face. And it was a seventy-two. 79 79 79 okay yeah. 
And uh, but that thing had pickup, man. It was unbelievable. And when the transmission went out, believe it or not, I rolled it right up to to Lee Miles. It was a GM transmission in that thing. Oh, so they could just they just swap that out. Yeah. I mean, that's like a yeah, yeah that's like a weekend job. Twelve hundred bucks, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, brakes brakes cost me seven thousand because you know they were the the yeah the, the transmission <laughs> transmission was cheaper than the the, yeah. da- oh, yeah. the dash. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You want to hear a, a douchebag story about that car? Oh, I would love to hear a douchebag story about that. It's, I'm looking at it on online, by the way, and it's beautiful. Mine, uh, my actual Shadow car? Two. Oh no, because I think there's probably a picture no, not of yours, me but... with it. No. Um, oh, is there? Okay, yeah, I'm sure. So I was driving home from MTV on a Friday afternoon. Well, it was maybe a Thursday afternoon. I thought it was a Friday afternoon, and the Lincoln Tunnels just jammed. It's you know, and anyone who would you know lived or worked in Manhattan, you know, you're going out of the tunnel on a Friday afternoon. You could be in an hour and a half just sitting there before you get even even get into the tunnel. And I'm low on gas. I'm like, oh, no. I'll be okay because I know there's a gas station at the other end on the Jersey side of the tunnel, so it'll be cool. And, of course, by the time I'm in the tunnel, brr, I'm out of gas. And so there I am. It's, you know, it's, it's 90 degrees, and I'm stuck in the tunnel. The only way, and, and the tunnel was two-way. So one, one lane was going towards Jersey, and the other lane was coming into Manhattan. So they had to stop all the traffic from the other end, bring the push car all the way around to come through the tunnel back to me and push me. And now, again, no no, no power steering because the engine's not running. And this guy's just pushing. And this is the tunnel. I got this 12-ton you know, car. I'm like, oh, try not to hit the cones, try not to hit the side. But I had my MTV leather jacket on and I had my hair. And I was the most hated man in, in the tri-state area. <laughs> Fucking curry, asshole! <laughs> Must be nice, curry. Yeah, people throwing shit at me, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah that, that, the funny, uh, I always take pictures of when I need to help other people with their car. Because, um, you know, I drive the 65 Ford. Yeah. And uh, more than once this has happened. And I have a really, I have a really nice picture of me... Um, Jumping off uh, an Audi from my 65 Ford. Oh, and nice. I'm like, uh, you know, this is just sweet. This is this, the irony of this is just beautiful. You know? <laughs> I like it. Oh, man. Uh, looks like we are lit once again on this episode. You are uh, live on video. Yes, we, we are. Speak? Yeah, well, we're, we're, we're lit in two ways. We're streaming live. And that, of course, now works in CurioCaster and Podverse. I am also streaming live to No Agenda Tube, which is a PeerTube instance. At least I was. I don't know if it's working. Um, this is—it's all just a test. I got a little camera here. I'm just showing the the equipment, not my face. No one, um, no one needs that. Let me try. To, I'm going to get off my local Wi-Fi and try to connect. Yeah, on I actually, uh, LTE, I actually, so I won't mess my bandwidth. Okay, up. I actually got a. Uh, I actually got a, an error. So let me see. Oh, no. Yeah, well, I, I didn't even know NATube supported live. Yeah. That, it's this was all RT, I think it's RMTP. Is that it? RMTP? RTMP? RTMP. Yeah. Let me just mm-hmm. see if this Real works. Time media something. Protocol? <laughs> just enough. Yeah, let's say that. Yeah. <laughs> Real time <laughs> media protocol? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, I restarted the broadcast, so I, I, don't, know if it, I don't know if it works. Here it is. Adam Curry live. Yeah. 
Does it look like I'm live? Yeah. Uh, no, you I look got, like a you look a lot like a black screen. Black screen. Yeah, I got errors. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll just I'll just keep broadcasting, and maybe Alex can do something on the back end. I don't know. We'll, we'll got to <laughs> jiggle the handle. Alex. Jiggle the handle, man. It, it's all just a test, you know. We're getting ready. This is this is what it is. This is the definition of running with scissors. Um. It's so you. <laughs> Uh, speaking of scissors, uh oh, <laughs> I yes. got the uh, I got sovereign feeds working with the webhook. We need to talk about this. Okay, so let's just go through the issues, what we've learned, and, and today I think I did properly upload the RSS feed with the pending tag. Then we did the live tag, which is another RSS feed upload for me. I haven't looked okay. at if it worked. I didn't look at any, you know, because we know the caching is a problem, um, and we are going to make this into a one. I guess a one-click operation now. Absolutely, yeah. So the first, let me say, first, I guess we should we need to make sure that this actually worked first. I mean, like with the live notification and everything, mm-hmm. because uh, I didn't get anything on my phone mm. from Podverse. Let's see, Podverse. And let me go check <laughs> podcasting two Let's. I want to see if there's if there's a live item up there. Yeah, I see. I, I, oh, yeah, I see it. Yeah, okay, the, see so it. that it works, right? Yeah, I figured it would work. I yeah, figured it would work. I didn't get a notification, though. I may be still in the beta. And that's, you mean a Podverse notification? Mm-hmm. This is, yeah. this is going to be so effing cool when, it, when, it's, when all the bits are bolted together. <laughs> it's it's going to be crazy, man. Yeah. So how, how um, will this webhook work? So I've got Sovereign Feeds. That's how I create the feeds. Um, I guess I just add a parameter for a webhook and that goes to some magic you've put on a server somewhere. Yeah. So a URL, um, I guess is what I have to call. Let me find, let me find it and I'll shoot you the URL. It's podcasting. So I went into sovereign feeds and set a webhook mm-hmm. URL and you're going to need to set that same one. So let me pull, see if I can pull it up here. Um, for some reason it's not showing mine. I'll send it to you after the, after the show. So, the way it works is you can set a URL uh, per uh, like per podcast, mm-hmm. and then when you go into the uh, webhook section uh, for that podcast, it's like sticky. So you can have one for each show, or a, a different set of a different webhook for each show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so I, cre- I I rolled a server on Linode. Uh, just a five buck server that's going to do nothing but this. That way we can sort of security isolate it by itself. Because mm-hmm. uh, there is some risk here of letting, you know, the world send you things. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially <laughs> sending you feeds that can also change your feed. You know? Yeah. Oh, one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. One of those things. So Steven's got uh, a a little bit of security in, baked in. Uh, you, there's a webhook URL, and then there's an authorization header that can just take a random string. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, how do I get that? Oh, sorry. That's that oh, was went, went, that, yeah. I, w- I went to check. Ghosted on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm here. Uh, so then, if you uh, if you put in that you, you put in the URL of the server, which is that that lin- that uh, new box that I rolled at Linode, mm-hmm. and then you put in uh, the authorization string, it will. Uh, when you build the feed, you go over there, and the final thing you do is you hit the create RSS file, and then it's, there's an option to send to server. Ah, okay. Do you see that option in there? Or you may not if there's no webhook entered. Um, let me see. Webhooks. Sh- webhook link, secret. 
Yeah, you have that. There's that, and then you should have um, when you hit the create RSS file. There's a there's a a new button there that says send to server. Okay, but first I don't I don't have the link or the secret. Gotcha. Okay, so you, yeah, it's not going to show up for you then. All right. No. Well, the uh, so that's how it works. So you have you'll have you'll hit the send to server button, mm-hmm. and it will send the uh, the entire RSS feed. And it'll send it as a post parameter to that URL, that webhook URL, right. with the authorization token that you specified as an authorization header in mm-hmm. the request. Mm-hmm. So that what we do on the box is accept that it's a JSON payload. So we accept the JSON payload, decode the XML out of it, and then turn around and post uh, post it to object storage on Linode. And so we have a bucket in the New Jersey Linode data center. We have an S3 bucket up there. It's just New Jersey has lots of buckets, Dave. I used to live there, so I'm just saying this is buckets galore. But yes, in the data center, gotcha. Yes, yeah, but uh, buckets of uh, buckets of good things this time. Um, so you you upload it to the feeds.podcastindex.org bucket. Yeah, and it will create PC20.xml. Uh-huh. With the RSS feed in it that was sent, and that is fronted by Cloudflare, mm-hmm. which is proxying and caching everything coming in to that URL. So it'll be the new URL for our show will be feeds.podcastindex.org slash pc20.xml. But we will, what we'll get. What I'll get Mark Void Zero to do ah, is to point that at Cloudflare. Is point is uh, do a redirect on our existing URL to where when things hit that, it'll just three hundred two redirect over oh. to the new URL. Oh, okay. Now three hundred two. So will people be subscribing to that then in the future? People will continue to subscribe and check the old the, one. the the old one. Okay, but it'll always go end up with, at the new one. Because the 302 is just a temporary. There's no one who's going to see that and go, oh, that's uh, that's the permanent. I got to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to do that because I was, at least not for now. It, no. One, you know, one day when we think, okay, this thing's solid as a rock, then we'll flip it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, for now, for now, it's just temporary redirect. And th- this should, I, I mean, I tested it four or five times yesterday and uh, it was cool. It worked. They work like a charm. Like you, you hit that send to server, and within three seconds, the new feed or XML is up there. Cool. Yeah, I think this gets rid of our caching issue. Um. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, yeah, because people will be hitting the, a new feed, basically. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and the caching within Cloudflare is just is very straightforward. I mean. You know, it keeps track of an e tag header on the on the object storage side. So that thing, right. if that updates, you just uh, get the I new get feed. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the one th- and also what what Stephen B did was he put in this. He's got this feature <gasps> where like that's uh, that's that's Phoebe uh, the podcast dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, I noticed Phoebe. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, broke through this is the gate buster <laughs> she sure did <laughs> um, but uh so he he had he put in a feature where you can like hand back a payload 
and a JSON object, I mean, not a payload, a JSON object, you can just, like as a status. So you can say, you can just hand back, when when he calls the webhook, you give him back something. And, you know, we kind of went back and forth a little bit on what that would be. And he wants, like, he wants a stat, some sort of status, like, well, did it succeed? Did it fail? Right. But then also, he wants back a pod ping equals true or false. Uh-huh. So if you hand back the pod ping true. Oh, Phoebe, be quiet. Yeah. He'll, uh, he'll pod ping for you. <laughs> I can get mine going, too, if you want to do that. <laughs> we, should, we should double team here. <laughs> yes. Phoebe, Phoebe, um, Phoebe, it's okay, girl. Good girl. Come here. Yeah, so anyway, that's that's the way that works. Um and it 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 means it makes so it makes sense to pod ping right after you hand that off, but in order to send the pod ping, you have to know where the file ended up. So like when he sends uh when he sends the webhook with the XML in it, you're going to end up um like that that feed that feed XML could go anywhere. You don't He's just sending it blindly to a URL, and so that ultimately he has no way of knowing where that feed is going to is going to finally like end up. And finally, so what we figured out is is we can hand back the sort of uh, I'm handing him back public underscore URL, and um, that's where the final feed ended up. And so he can just take. So if you hand back public URL equals the URL of the feed and pod ping equals true, mm-hmm. then he will just turn around and send a pod ping to that feed your with that feed URL as the as the payload immediately. So this should solve like the pod ping issue and the feed updating issue. So going forward, like when when this is when we've got this nailed down, I mean it it already works. I mean we we can we can start doing this after the show. Um when it's all nailed down, we can, you'll, you'll just be able to go through, build the feed and sovereign feeds, um, save it and then hit send to server and it should build, it should send it to the right place and pod ping it both. And you won't, there's no extra steps. Holy moly. Yeah. That's so cool. That's, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's pretty really awesome. cool. Yeah. If it, this feels like the beginning of the, Taking this from, uh, you know, uh, a box of scissors to taking it to like <laughs> something that's automated, like you know, you know what I mean. Like this is this is how it begins. You 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 throw all the crap on the floor and then you start building it up into little piles. <laughs> and, and this is what this is. Yeah, this is the start of the piles. Oh man! Well, we're gonna get there. I mean, it, uh, and I I keep watching. Uh, uh, Sir Spencer stuff. Who was just? I mean, he's he's got it down now. He's he's got it all figured out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, it's it's just unbelievable. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what what tools he's using or what it exactly. Maybe he's just hand coding it like a like a cowboy. I don't know. Uh, no, I don't know. It could be. I don't know if he's used. I don't. He's, don't think he's using sovereign feeds. We do have. Um, Gosh, the, uh, the remember I told you about uh, the Yensa show, Robert Yensa. Yeah, how's that going? That's going very well. What they so they they I think they built their own webhook, so they can now pu- publish directly from uh, from Sovereign Feeds, and okay. and and now on their website they're promoting. I think they're promoting 
Podverse and found, they chose two they wanted to promote. I said, hey, could you add uh, newpodcastapps.com there, which they'll do. Um, oh, cool. So they're already uh, they're already rolling, and and I said, well, here's the link if you want to you know get your wallet and get rolling because uh, Fountain, of course, you know is a great since they already familiar with that, um, and I expect them to do that uh, next week. Oh, nice! And, That's going to be awesome. I I think it really will be. I mean, t- t- uh, the guy's got a reach; he really does. Um, uh, we got to do. Okay, I see what happened. We, yeah, we have a duplicate feed for Podcasting 2.0, actually. Yes, um, there's a reason for that. That is yes, that, that is on my list to talk about. <laughs> oh, well, uh, shall, I'm all ears. Shall I tell you? Well, I've been uh, I've been talking with uh, Cameron. Uh, Cameron, is, I think he's just at Cameron on podcastindex.social. He is the guy behind the IPFS podcasting app in Umbral. Okay. All right. So I set up. Uh, I, I I ran the IPFS podcasting app on Umbral. I, I had no idea what I was doing, of course. Um, and you know, uh, I think all of my feeds were already in there, and I just said, "Oh, these feeds, okay, I'll pin them." So whatever uh, the feed is and the and the files, they'll be cached on my on my Umbral. And as I was just watching this network, kind of come to life over the 24 hours you just see all these different episodes people who have invited many of the episodes of all of the my feeds but let's just focus on uh, podcasting 2.0 i've been downloaded quite a number of times and so now that duplicate feed if you uh if you look at the feed on uh, podcastindex.org and this is of course a problem because it's, it's named exactly the same thing this is this is something that needs to be fixed if you look at it, it has uh, an IPFS gateway enclosure. So that's a, just an HTTP IPFS podcasting.org or .com. Let me see. What is it? Um, dot, dot net. Uh, what, what, num- what feed ID is it? Can do you have that? Um, I Because I'm not seeing it. In, well, it was in, in there and then it went away. I pinged you about it. I said, hey, it was in there. Oh, hold on. I can. So Did I, can- I kill it? Well, you can kill it, sure. <laughs> yes. No, did I mean say did oh, I kill oh, it? I don't know. Well, I, I I asked you if there was some dedupe automatic dedupe thing in there because it showed up as a complete duplicate. Oh yeah. yeah so okay. I figured that there was some dedupe in there. Um, hold on a second. Let me uh, let me bring it up here. Because um, yeah, the de- the dedupe the deduper scripts now run, and I don't know what they do half the time. Um. Like something happens and I have to go back and like, you know, it's, it's very similar. It's very similar to the Luna coin automated crap. I mean, like one of these days where I'm going to wake up and there's gonna be no feeds in the database at all. And I'll be like, Oh God, what happened? Okay. So podcasting 2.0, the feed is, okay. I'm going to find it for you. Cause I can just dump the feed URL into podcastindex.org and it'll find it for me, I believe. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. No, yeah, cool yeah. is, that's, I get to say cool because you built it that way. No, and I gotta, I gotta give you, I gotta give uh, Commister Blogger that. He, oh. he said, he said we should support search, searching for URLs and that has like saved my life a million times. Oh, cool. I'm gonna, so it's no longer in the database. So I've just put it in the signal chat. So now if you look oh, okay. at, if you look at that feed, uh, I'll put it in the chat room so people can take a look at it so they can play along. Play along, chatters. Here you go. 
Uh, oh, okay. Oh, wow. There's a bunch. Of, yeah. Uh, this, do you see the alternate website? Do you see the al- the alternate U- URL? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ipfspodcasting.net, blah, blah, blah. Right, but are you look at look at the alternate enclosure? Alternate enclosure is this the X? Is this the XML? Are you looking at the XML? You you probably have to hit the XML. Here we go. I got it. I got it. Okay. Uh, alternate enclosure. Oh, let's go to episode eighty-five. There should be an alternate. There it is. Alternate enclosure. Yeah. So yeah, we, I see it. So not only does he have the. The gateway, which is ipfspodcasting.net, which is a regular HTTP call, but he has the alternate enclosure, which is an IPFS with just the the hash. I see it, yeah. So what is this? I mean, like, what, how how is this being created? It's fucking magic. <laughs> like, yeah, but, so, yeah, but for reals, though. Okay. <laughs> so, so you go to ipfspodcasting.net, and you don't need to install anything in your umbral. We, 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 want, we want more people running nodes for obvious reasons. You yeah. uh, you um, verify your feed, which is you know done through your feed uh, email uh, address, and mm-hmm. and then it ingests it, and then it start, and then it uh, will start to, you know, it's there, and then the minute someone hits one of those, uh, one of those uh, enclosures, then that gets pinned in the network for forty eight hours, and it, it'll it'll stay pinned. Unless someone has them all pissed. So I pin everything on my feed. So they're going to be there no matter what, because they're ultimately, they're on my umbral. Um, right. But if no one requests the item after 48 hours, then it uh, expires. Then someone would have to request it again. It would come from the original, which would theoretically be um, uh, from the from the regular server, I guess. Yeah. Uh, oh no, no. I'm sorry. It, it would. It's the IPFS gateway. No, it would be from my umbral. So, so you're ho- so you're hosting the enclosures on your umbral, or the feed or the feed XML. Both. Well, no, no, no. The feed, the feed. Yeah, the feed XML is in IPFS. So I I put it on my umbral. That's where it starts. Although technically gotcha. it was all, someone had already done that. I guess Cameron had already put that all of that in there. Then yeah. if you say okay, I want to pin. Either the most recent uh, enclosures or all enclosures, you can make that selection, and that's then all. Ca- now anyone can do that, so you could do the same on your umbral. Now we have two two sources. Uh, okay, okay. So I can I can um, sort of what do you call it? back back you up, so to speak. Yeah, pin. Yeah, yeah pinning exactly. Pin you. Yeah. So what? One thing that's interesting about what I'm looking at here on this page is that there's every episode back to episode seven. Where did those come from? Oh, so he's been exactly he's he's been experimenting with this for a while using our feed. So he got b- before oh. I broke our feed and uh, and lost all the episodes. It had already uh-huh. so this is all on IPFS. The, these are all uh, basically hashed hashed enclosures that are just out there. Because this is quite helpful. <laughs> <laughs> it's helpful if you lose shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. this is cool. Yeah. Okay. Th- this. This uh, brings up a good point that I want to uh, Stephen B. We need when we have, need to talk. We need we, we need, need to, to talk. talk. We need to talk. Um, this is I would I would highly suggest putting this feature in immediately. Uh, version history. Oh Some yeah. Sort yeah. of keep a copy of the XML for the last X number of saves. You know, going back. I don't know, uh, three weeks or a month 
just to be sure that you can revert back and pick up a lost feed in case you need to. I, I'm going to do that on the webhook server myself. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to, every time it comes in, I'm just going to timestamp a copy and keep it in a, in a, in a directory. But it would be really user friendly to have that feature be built into the user interface. Cause that, I mean, if that way, if you, you totally screw something up, you can just revert. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do that now. Cause that, that's somebody's one of these days, somebody's going to love you for that feature. Right. Well, he already put the save in, which is, was a godsend, you know, just so that if you're yeah. doing work and you save it and you lose it, you cannot, you're, you know, it's stored in the browser. Well, you know, we, we had to do this in uh, freedom controller. Uh, we had to do the version history. Yes, we did. Was, yes. Oh my God. I remember not having it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you can accidentally hit control S and you're like, Oh God, no. What bad, did I just do? Bad, bad, yeah. bad. Yes, exactly. Um, so what we also, you know, what we need, what I think will be cool is if we can get um, IPFS native into some of the apps. Hmm. That's. The I, client I, side of IPFS, I, I know nothing about. Uh, don't look at me. <laughs> I mean, isn't it just? I mean, isn't it just another call? Except you're just calling to IPFS space. Yeah, I think. I, I mean, I know how to do it on the like from the command line on mm-hmm. on something, but I'm, I guess I'm when I say I know nothing about the client side, I mean like a. There's got to be libraries out there and stuff that you can pull in. Right, 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 right. And right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that landscape looks like. Um, maybe, uh, maybe. So, who is IPFS Podcast? You, you said Cameron. Who is this? Uh, at Cameron on uh, on podcastingnext.social. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So maybe I mean Cameron can give us some help here if he's the podcast. He's the IPFS guy. That's that's it. He's now the IPFS. Yeah. Guy. Oh yeah. No, he he is the IPFS guy. It's not now. He's always been the IP. He's just he's the IPFS guy. <laughs> he's just it. That's what he is. <laughs> he's just it. That's just him, man. He's the IPFS guy. No, it's is awesome. Um. Yeah. So he can he can maybe give us a clue on uh, on library support and that kind of thing for the uh, for the client side apps. That's a good idea. Yeah. Let me just see. Uh... Yeah, so we got a lot of work to do on this, clearly. But I'm so excited by by the uh, just by all the capabilities. Um, let's see. Did you see that? Uh, did you see that? Podverse put Albi. Yes, of Albie? course I did. We need to talk about it. So mm-hmm. where where exactly are we? Because I'm here's the here's the funny thing. I know that uh, that. They're doing something interesting because I'm getting a lot of 10 sat boosts. Yes, and I, I saw that. And I don't know if these are, well, they are all just boostograms. I do, I mean, they're not doing streaming sats, though, yet, I guess. Just only boostograms at the time looks being. Looks like it. Yeah. yeah, it looks like single one off right. boostograms. And when I get something from Podverse on a boostogram, I don't have a name or, or a episode title just the podcast name amount and there'll be a message or not uh but oh, not okay. not who it's from not the episode so that's just parameters i guess that just aren't quite yeah. aren't being aren't being sent through yet can you please explain to me <laughs> and i don't know why but i don't i'm just i'm sort of having a difficulty understanding albie a little bit 
it's probably just me being distracted, but what, what is, is Albi a wallet or is it a connection to your wallet, to a, to a remote wallet? Um, so Albi, first of all, is an extension. That's what it is. It's a browser extension. It's a browser extension. So uh, this will never work on mobile, in my opinion. It's just, it's for a browser. It's a browser extension. So you can connect to their node. There could, there could, Phoebe, come here. Good girl. You can connect to their custodial node, which is the default for 99% of all people. But you can also, very similar to um, Guilherme's uh, uh, extension, uh, PodStation. Right, you, can, right. you can connect it to your external node or wallet or, you know, whatever else. But mm-hmm. uh, the default, which is using their custodial system, so you, you get a wallet on the custodial wallet on their node. They, so they're doing key send on the back end. So you're okay. using an LN URL uh, to make the payment. And because they can do key send, it, you can use LN URL pay. Uh, and and it'll go straight from Keysend from their node to whatever the splits are. And I think the splits are working too. I believe I'm not 100 percent sure. I think so. Must they must be actually? Yeah. So whatever Mitch did with uh, what's the guy's name? Bombi Boombi Boomi Boomi. Yeah, <laughs> they did something good. <laughs> They're definitely now, doing but, something right. Now Boomi is the uh, he's the GetAlbi developer. Right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's I yeah. think it's just two German. It's two German dudes. Oh, I think so. Uh, yeah. The okay, so that means they're sort of that they're playing sort of the role of uh, Brian of oh, Brian's hive, hive. <laughs> pod ping string pod, it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah beautiful. Yeah. There's a can on one end, a can on the other end, and there's some stuff in the middle that connects that connects them together. Now, what I yeah. like what I like about this is this is a way to create new podcast experiences. So this could be integrated, you know, in essence on any page that has uh, value block information, you know, so, right. so it, it can be, it can be utilized for many, many different things. And I believe I saw a GitHub repo that Mitch put together so that you can pop up uh, 2.0 payment information on any web page. You can embed it, I believe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. So this is where I'm still going after 40% of women who, who play, who play podcasts on a web page. However, you know, as I was thinking through this, I think of the 40% of women who don't use a podcast app, but play something from a web page, 90% of that is going to be on Safari, which of course is not going to work with Albi because of the <laughs> extension issue. And none of this is really a problem moving forward, Dave. You know, stuff is going to get better, but I just love the idea that at least we do have a desktop, you know, um, option uh, that well, would integrate with more than just uh, podcasting 2.0, but it integrates with, you know, other lightning payments and, oh, God, tipping, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this, this is why one of the reasons I brought this up. There's untapped potential here for like you're like you're talking about. But one one thing that I think that that I had uh, an idea for a few times already was some sort of eh, you you have this idea of like dynamic ad insertion where you're pulling in ads from other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Have you seen? Have you heard this? Where they'll be like you're listening to a podcast and uh, uh, Gary Arndt's show does this. Uh, 
uh, everything everywhere daily. Yeah, it's just using so ad, it's using uh, ad insertion technology, except instead of an ad, it's a promo for a different podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's the point I'm trying to get at. It's the, it's the promo for other podcasts aspect of it that's cool. So you have um, uh, Gary, and Gary may be doing this by hand. I don't know if he's using DAI, but I was thinking you could have like this some sort of like marketplace or like uh ad ad clearing house uh and I'm calling them an ad but what it's really is like there's clips from other shows it, 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 this is all very mushy okay so mm-hmm. so yeah yeah help, so help I, I won't understand. I won't shoot you down just yet yes thank you yes <laughs> uh wait till I fall on the ground then shoot me okay you got um, it I'm thinking some sort of thing where you can put a split in your show or attach it maybe to um to a clip or a sound bite or something or a trailer mm-hmm. maybe that's even better attach it to a trailer and then uh it goes and there's a there's a, another party that's watching for these things. As we find them in the fees, we're putting them into this uh, sort of database of, of this marketplace. Mm-hmm. Then, um, then other, other podcasts can pull that down. And every time they get a listen on that ad or on that, I keep calling them an ad. It's more like a, like a clip or a trailer or something like that. Every time they get it, they'll you can well, send you, off us. You can send off a payment to the original feed owner, or to the one that played it. The played like it. The owner, right, the, right? The owner could send a split to the pl- podcast that sucked it down and played it. Ah, okay. You see what I'm saying? So, like, you all these people could submit could submit clips or little little sound bites, and to us with with a split or excuse me with a. Um, um, with a, with a, yeah, with a, with like a source wallet and then, um, with like an invoice, maybe like an open invoice. And then these ones that pay it, that, that play it can pull, can like charge the invoice. I, I'm not sure how this all works. Like I said, this is all very mushy, but I'm thinking there's a, a possibility to do some sort of like shared marketplace of communal, <clears throat> like ad, I'm going to play an ad for my show on your show, and then I'm going to pay you some stats for the privilege of doing it. Um, and all this, do you, can you envision a way this would work, or am I good? No, no, I, I can completely envision what you're saying, and I and I understand this. I have fundamental issues. I don't believe this works. I don't believe this works as promotion. I I don't believe in the interruptive ad model. I have a whole bunch of of issues separate from the from the technical piece right if that makes any sense i mean mm-hmm. this yeah. this whole automating of discovery i i just don't see it i've uh, i helped invent this medium i've been doing it for a long time the way people find out about podcasts is someone tells you hey there's this cool podcast and then they go find it yeah. the go find it part is is where there's opportunity but i don't want my feed in i don't want interruptions with with it, you know, but for a while, I don't know if he's still doing it. Maybe it was because he was trying to figure this out. Uh, on on Pod News, there would be a trailer after the Pod News, 
So, no, pa- I hated so, pa- that so much. I hated that too. And the main pro- the main reason I hated it, there was no context. I, I didn't know yeah. all of a sudden you just get dropped into a trailer. You know, it's something else if 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 the host says, "Hey, uh, there's a trailer coming up of this great podcast. I think you should listen to. Uh, it's this, this, and this." And then, and so that would have been something. But then the trailers were three, four minutes, uninteresting, uh, unclear, not good trailers. So I'm trying to figure yeah. out, you know, is there really a benefit to doing anything of this? If, if the host, oh, there we go, it works again. Uh, well, you know, in the chat, Ice Cube Soup says uh, the way to do this already exists, and uh, Comstrip Bloggers the exactly, yeah. S- exactly. Send us t- uh, fifteen thousand sats, and we promote your podcast. Thank you. Yes, okay, I, I guess, that's the so point. <laughs> I guess I'm thinking less of. And here's where I'm being not clear. I'm, I'm thinking less of the automated insertion part. I, mm-hmm. I don't like that either. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm thinking less of that and more of just like there being, I think com, in my mind, comic strip blogger is very, is sort of what I am envisioning. Like there, there needs to be some way that I can like hear part of some cool thing from the show mm-hmm. and then get some sats for it. So like there needs to be a way and this can't be done in the TLV. It's just too big. It's too mm-hmm, much data. Mm-hmm. So if CSB is wanting to have, you know, he could send us a boost and for us to play, you know, do this thing on the show, but I want to be able to also access some sort of maybe audio from his show or something. Yeah, and, but the, this is, yes. Yeah. I just don't understand why. <laughs> No, seriously, I don't. So, no, no so, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I mean, we <laughs> we once we once played a little piece of AI dot cooking. I don't. I don't know if it was on podcast. Uh, podcast. Maybe it was on uh, Curry and the Keeper. And okay. we're like, okay, <laughs> no, <laughs> you know. But it was, was great. It Gregory William Forsyth. Yes. <laughs> who is it? Who, by the way, does fantastic end of show mixes. This dude is interesting. Oh, cool. um, so you know, it's more like. All of these ideas for dis- I'm not even a fan of clips as as a way of discovery. A clip for me is the best use of clips is something that you share on Twitter. I don't use Facebook, but you know, and I think Instagram is tough. It's like here's here's this fantastic clip. It's a minute. It's two minutes. It's five minutes. Whatever it is, it has a beginning. It has an ending. Uh, as a way for you to get to the original, and it and it's easy to share. That's that's the that's the utility of a clip for me, and in fact, that is what the Rogan Show uses by design. Because when he put his deal together, uh, he uh, stopped his uh, work with YouTube and connected Spotify and YouTube, and those guys worked out a money deal as to how much YouTube could share, how many minutes, etc. Oh, that's how that thing came about. Yes. So okay. now, now it's uh, I think it's Jamie who still selects the clips, um, and that's a, and that's really important because that's where a lot of comments take place. That's where people talk about other clips. They post links to stuff. That's discovery in mm-hmm. in this realm. Uh, you know, I just don't see it being functional. And again, with clips, it's the same thing. I'm, I'm just I, I just don't see it. I've never heard anyone say. All right, no, let me just turn it around. For the past two and a half years, how have people discovered the No Agenda show? 
there's, there's one way. It's the top. It's from Joe Rogan. Yeah. And number two is uh, from um, Tom Woods. And in fact, we have uh, little acronyms like, hey, I'm a, I'm a Ronomo listener, which means you came from Rogan to No Agenda to Mo Facts. See that that okay, but here's here's the issue though. That leads people to believe that because because that's actually that's absolutely true. You went on Rogan and mm-hmm. you went on Tom Woods and you went on Megan Kelly. Yeah, it's called marketing, right? And you <laughs> went on those shows and you brought because there was essentially, I mean, because you were there and you were talking and and that brought people back to your show. Mm-hmm. So that. That fact leads people to believe that you could that you can automate that in a way that says I'm going to put you on. I want to have myself on your show, uh-huh. but not actually have to be a guest. Right. Okay. So that's where I say no. That just doesn't work. I mean, of course, it's, you're going to have a percentage of stuff that works. Yeah. But no, the the I mean that's that's the way it's done, and and of course, not every show is appropriate to have a guest. You know, but uh, No Agenda has, I mean, look at look at No Agenda Stream. This is the best podcast network in the world because it's not a podcast network. It's just a chat room. Thank you, Void Zero. It's been there for 13, 14 years. Um, uh, a chat room that has a, that has live podcasts and recorded podcasts and, and it, and it pops up. Oh, this is playing right now. Oh, okay. That's good. And, uh, there's a feedback loop. Man, the way people discovered No Agenda was through John C. Dvorak shilling it on This Week in Tech every Sunday. That's how it works. It's called marketing. Yeah, this, this is the fallacy of the so-called industry, as with other so-called industries. Big tech will just make it all work. Yeah, YouTube does that. YouTube also owns everything in you, and you have no control over shit. You know, and, well, I can game the algorithm. No, you can't, because they'll just change it. Well, see, the, I'm not. I guess I'll push back a little bit because it, not not really because I I I don't really believe in this a whole lot. Mm-hmm. What I'm the, this this whole automated thing, but it feels like you got okay. You got program. You have programmable money, mm-hmm. and so there must be a way to automate the money aspect of it in a sense. Now, please understand. That I do not believe for one second that, uh, like DAI buying ads on other people. I've never once listened to another show because I heard it advertised on a show I was listening to. Mm-hmm. Not once. Mm-hmm. And I've I've heard it hundreds and hundreds of times. I don't necessarily believe that's the way it works, but partly it could be that the reason that doesn't work as it's as it as it is done today is because. It's the podcasters themselves that are building and creating the clip to share somewhere else. Okay. So if you have like th- th- this, probably is true for Rogan as well. I mean, when you, when the podcaster themselves creates the clip, it's not. It's never the thing that everybody wants. It's when the things that go viral, like you're talking about sharing a clip on Twitter, mm-hmm. those are always so, okay. Good example. The thing that went viral this, you know, over the last couple of days was um, George Bush flubbing and saying saying Iraq instead right. of <laughs> uh, Ukraine mm-hmm. uh, in that clip. Well, 
Well, if he, if his people had chosen the clip to share from that, from that talk, that would have obviously not been it. It's correct. It's, it's, it's always some other piece of the show. And so if you turn that clippage over to, over to the, the, the crowd, Mm -hmm. so to speak, and, and they begin to make good clips. Well, the, then, the, there's there's your that's that's the rub. There are very few people who can make good clips. The, the hmm. uh, in fact, many of the quote unquote good clips you see on online are good clips because they're propaganda. Because professionals went in there and clipped it. It's particularly the ending. I know this because I've been. I've been screwed many times, like, listen to this crap, you won't believe what this person said. And then if you go watch the full clip, oh, yeah. hold on a second, that was a bit out of context, or it cut off just at the right moment. So creating clips that go viral is a skill, and yeah. and most people don't have the skill. The George Bush, the re- I mean, you're saying, yeah, if someone was creating their own clips, then they would have, uh, and it was on the George Bush you know, team, they wouldn't have pulled that clip. Well, then no one would have watched it. It wouldn't have gone viral. You know, it's because it's because it's a flub because it's a, the best moment. Um, mm-hmm. John and I spend the most amount of time post no agenda post production. Let me give you the sequence. It ends during the end of show clips. I'm already doing. I'm copy pasting. Uh, <laughs> I've been doing this for way too long. Copy pasting from the spreadsheet into the uh, producer uh, credits. Um, the minute the show stops, I have marked, and I mark on the fly while I'm doing the show, four, five, sometimes ten different spots uh, with either an edit, which is rare, you know, if, if a feed drop or whatever, or something that was said that could be a good opening. No Agenda show always starts with an opening thing, which is our version of a clip that, we, oh, okay, there's something funny coming, or, oh, that's right. crazy, where is that? Um, so we go back and we listen to them. And first, I got to select them, and then it's you know it's eight or nine of these, and okay, blah blah blah. blah. Then I got to trim them down. Then I and John is you know ah, he's pooping. He comes back, and they're like, <laughs> okay. Uh, then we listen to them. Then we select it. It takes time, and we and we discuss which one it's going to be because it's it's a skill. You can learn it, but but creating a good clip that is going to entice people to listen is a skill. It's yeah. not to be automated. And it's not for most people. In my opinion, it's just, it, 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 you, you just don't get great success. Obviously, if there's something hilarious, flub, funny that everyone can recognize, that's something great that you want to be able to clip. But it's not something you can count on. Yeah, I'm, I'm not passionate enough about it to argue to, well, you, to, we like to, to make mo- a we, big argument we like programmable money that's the thing i think we're yeah, we're enamored like <laughs> by how many more ways can we automate some payment i mean that's that, that's what has me all jacked up so i, I kind of get that's that. exactly it i get yeah, that. that's exactly it I, I want like once you see that you can do that then you, you just want to do it just <laughs> for everything oh yeah you no I, I set up my own ln url pay server you know i got you can you can you can send me ln url pays i've been trying to Create Adam at Curry.com as my lightning payment address. And of course, all of these things are super exciting. It, the great thing is, is that this is all dribbling away from us. You know, I, we had a, a channel close and uh, an out of sync wallet this morning. Uh, so payments weren't going through to MoFax and I couldn't open a channel from Podcast Index. 
And, you know, I had uh, the dog trainer for our last dog. We, we graduated, by the way. Uh, oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations. You could hear the I'll dog, how, how well-trained she is. She's uh, She listens perfectly to me now. Yeah, she's clearly a graduate. Yes. <laughs> she's a graduate. Uh, and, um, uh, you know, so it was stressful. I'm like, man, we're, we're should, we shouldn't have to be doing this channel stuff anymore. You know, that's what I want Breeze to manage or Voltage to manage. You know, these these should be things that are not even an issue for us anymore. And they will be. That's where it's going. But, right. you know, we're, we're, we're super hobbyists. I mean, come on. I got two umbrals running here. I'm, I'm, I'm running IPFS. I mean, this is nuts. So I'm running with scissors. <laughs> I'm running with scissors. Yeah, this is, this is who we are. I mean, I'm already thinking, how can I – here's, here's the puzzle – if someone is running an umbral and is pinning uh, my episodes, I want them. I want them to get a split. This is the next step. That's the thing I'm interested in. On IPFS, right? It, it, I wish that I. Th- I wish I had more confidence in IPFS. I mean, I've, for clarity, we've been specifically me and you have been doing IPFS in some capacity oh, for almost since, a decade. Oh my God. Almost yeah, a decade. Can, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been forever. Yeah. And, and I just wish I've seen it fall down so much, so much that I, I like even recently I thought when we put up the database for full, for download mm-hmm. over IPFS, I thought, okay, this has been, it's beauty. been a few it's years. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to, and I'm going to put it through the Cloudflare gateway. Yeah, those guys are you know those guys know what they're doing. You know they're smartest guys in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all going to this is going to be fine. No, <laughs> nope, <laughs> no. At least once a week I was getting far hey, from it. <laughs> the feed won't download, and so I just ended up doing it on HTTPS and or HTTP. I don't know. I, it it I, I want to be proven wrong about this because I I mean it, it would be beautiful if it worked. The other thing that bothers me a little bit about IPFS is their infatuation with the file coin thing. Yeah, that that part I don't like at all. That's it, shit coinery. Yeah. That's shit coinery. Yeah. yeah, we don't need that. And uh, uh, you know, going back, do you remember we read that? Uh, we talked about that thing, the Patreon study about uh, was it forty percent of podcasters don't want crypto, mm-hmm. and you know that that really wasn't. Wasn't actually that wasn't the Patreon study that was the uh, Podlands uh, the Pod News study. No, 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 no. This was Patreon. No, I've got. I've oh got the, no, I'm sorry. Here. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, well, you know, I I was reading more on on that, mm-hmm. and uh, the, you know, we talked about well, they, you know, how did they actually get when they asked the podcasters or the you know quote unquote creators mm-hmm. how much uh, like how interested are you in crypto currency what they really asked him was like do you want nfts and all this kind of stuff right right and, right 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 right. and one of the things was like uh, they talked about a patreon coin and all this i'm like i mean that's that's different than just not wanting crypto that's yeah. not wanting a bunch of shenanigans well, is what that is well i think that you know so there's a lot going on right now i mean we're seeing the total meltdown of the shitcoin marketplace there's something really wrong in the financial system right now by the way i'm not sure what it is, who it is, it, it, someone is sick. It could be a bank, God forbid. It could be. It could be a bank. It could be Goldman Sachs, for all I know. Uh, but with this, uh, uh, you with the, um, the Luna coin and all this stuff, what happened there? There's sickness in the system. So people are now starting to understand 
the difference between crypto and Bitcoin. It's yeah. it's still going to take many many years for people for for the majority of people to see it and to understand it. And every day there's another crypto coin coming on the market doing something. John and I were solicited by I think it was the outfit that that uh, Pod News reported on in a appropriately um, uh, skeptical way or kind of cynical way. Which was the guys who were paying podcasters to onboard listeners into their system? Oh yeah, the, the uh, we're gonna you're gonna get a million dollars of free money, guys. Yeah, yeah, those guys. Let me see, thousand uh, dollars per thousand listeners. Or Rock, like Rockfin, Rockfin, R O K F I N. So what Rockfin does in uh, in essence is they pay you for onboarding system people into. Uh, their monetization system, which, as far as I can tell, is another shitcoin, uh, which they okay. kind of hide in the back end. So they're going to pay you in these. It's basically, it's like an ICO. All of these things, they all wind up blowing up. I mean, the ICOs blew up. Then we had the uh, NFTs. I think those are over now. NFTs are done. You know, it's like the market has collapsed, uh, and then now everyone's looking at DeFi, which is this. You know, really a huge connected, I don't want to say Ponzi scheme, but connected scheme of, well, this stable coin is backed by this uh, altcoin, which is ultimately backed by Bitcoin and some other, you know, paper. (laughs) That all sounds fine. That's all good. (laughs) Sounds sounds perfect. Um, I can't, can't, but you know, what I'm waiting on, this is a bigger, this is a bigger topic because. I talk to uh, Alex uh, every now and then uh, on the signals, mm-hmm. and he's into um, he's enamored with uh, Monero at, at this point. So we we talk about Monero uh, every every now and then. He sends me uh, information about it, and it's a, the the tech of of Monero is cool. And I've ne- I've never I, I've I knew of it. Um, if you know Monero about if you know of it through just sort of secondhand information, what you know is that that it's like the shadowy, dark, you know, money crypto. Like oh yeah, well the, this this is um, Void Zero was all into that a while back. I don't know if he still is, but he was like, "Hey man, Bitcoin's great, but Monero, that's where it is. Monero and Solano." Now I don't know anything about Solano. I know Monero. Monero they has- both sound like Italian salad dressings to me. I'm, I'm not sure <laughs> why, why that yes. is. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, th- yeah. I'll, I would like uh, Monero and cucumbers on the side, please, um, <laughs> with, with little the- Solano on top. Solano, yes, uh, the and a, a vintage uh, 1974 Cardano. The the what you know the the thing about Monero is that it's got a bunch. It was built from the very beginning. This is not an ad for Monero, but um, the thing about it is, is it was built from the ground up to be like completely private. And it's got some pretty cool stuff in there about like, uh, ex, uh, extendable block sizes and that kind of thing mm-hmm. to go up and down. And then you pen, but if the blocks get too big, you get penalized. It's like this adaptive block size thing. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of cool tech, but what, you know, what I was telling Alex the other day is that, you know, the tech You've got the tech side of it, and then you've got the political side of it. Mm-hmm. And then what, what I'm a so something like Monero, it seems like a thing that is technically sound. Like from a technology standpoint, 
it's it's solid and you can sort of like not you can't find really a fault with with the technology of it but i'm afraid that a thing like that ultimately gets wrapped up and destroyed by the shit cornery mm-hmm. and so that you you had a possibility to have something that could operate uh as a as an alternative because I don't envision a future. I envision here's here's the future I envision, mm-hmm. and I envision a future where Bitcoin is legitimized within the financial system to the point where it's just a de, a de facto. I think we're almost it's, there, honestly. It's a fact of life. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's like okay, this is a thing. It's going to exist, and it's going to be used, and that's just that's just going to be how it is. Mm-hmm. Then, but that doesn't mean that. Every other cryptocurrency is without any utility at all, because I mean we've already seen that. Look at Hive. I mean Hive has has utility. Has utility. Mm-hmm. It has utility. I agree. And so you have you have cryptocurrency that is pro- whose primary function is monetary, and to me that is there is only one that is Bitcoin mm-hmm. currently. The the then you have other cryptocurrencies that serve a, a function. They have a they have a utility to them, and um, so I would, and I would classify that. I would classify Hive as one of those. Um, Monero's function is privacy, and it can. These things can still operate as a currency. They're just not the default currency. Like I mean, if 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 the petrodollar, if the dollar is is the primary world reserve currency, and we think of that sort of like as a as a Bitcoin analogy, well then. You know, maybe Monero is, uh, you know, is yeah, the, I mean, it, the, the Deutschmark or something. I mean, like it, it, having having utility with with volatility and price is complicated. Um, I, to me, it, it can only really start to qualify as a currency if it's proof of work based. If it's proof of stake based, then. No, I mean it can be a great utility, but there's a lot. You have literal stakeholders who make decisions, and yeah, I know. Please, I don't need the post, Brian. That you know, Hive and everyone did it good, and there's all these rules, and it can't happen, and there's delays, and three days, and forty-seven hours, and I understand. But to me, it's proof of work is the only thing that would even come near to be to being able to be called a currency. Everything else is a utility, and a utility can go away. I mean, when when this Luna thing happened. I looked at, because, you know, Hive has a similar structure. Again, we don't need to have a, a discussion about it because it's just tiring and I don't know enough about it. But from a layman's perspective, it's very similar. You have HBD and you have Hive. And, right. one, and one backs the other. And there's a right. price. And, the, you know, and that price has volatility. And they have a lot of safeguards so that it really can't function um, like a currency, like, like Bitcoin would. It's also proof-of-stake based. So... Right. I don't know. I mean, you can say that stable coins are currency. The problem is what's backing it. If it's stake, proof of stake, then that can go away. If it's proof of work, well, then it's only as good as the network that is that is creating the proof of work. And see, that's where Monero is, is proof of work. Okay. And and that's what I'm saying. If you get into – if you get – what you take a, a technically sound blockchain uh, crypto coin – like Monero and you say, okay, this, this thing is, is well built. It's, it's really functional. Now you have to start asking other questions. Does it have volume? 
Does it have buy-in? Does it have, uh, you know, what, what are, now you start to layer the political questions on top of it and ask, and in that process, see, that, that's where I, I lose confidence. I don't lose confidence in the technology of something like Monero. I lose confidence in its abilities to sur- to survive government and and market. How about just how about just forget government? Let's just look at market functionality. I'll give you a perfect example. For uh, a couple of months, everybody was all jacked. Oh, I've got the crypto name, uh, domain name. I got the domain name. Handshake the HNS domain name. Got the domain name. Everybody fell for it. And guys who were was, like Dave.eth or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, H, the HNS, na- um, HNS, that's the handshake. Oh, the handshake. Name. That, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, and, and so I, I've been following the Telegram group since that day. And what, since the day I said, no, I'm sorry, I don't need your HNS because you're basically selling me some kind of shit coin. Uh, you're giving it to me, which is kind, but a shit coin that I can't use. It doesn't actually work with the, with the DNS system. There's no way. Yeah, if I run my private DNS server, but I don't need you for that. Um, and so I follow this thing, and it's all about the price. They don't give a shit about domain names. No one's hooking this up to their domain name. It's a coin. They're trying to get yeah. the price up, and it's not do- not doing very well. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I just hate seeing that there's when there's things that are technically so well designed that they don't they get they get sidelined by other problems and i mean that's this is nothing new i mean it's not unique to the bitcoin i mean to the to the cryptocurrency world but you know, like well, i mean ice ice cube in the chat says by that line of reasoning is the us dollar actually a currency well, no, that's the thing. That's, no that's exactly what i'm talking <laughs> but, about but the us dollar is backed by uh, a 750 billion dollar a year military that says you yeah. will use our shitcoin our fun our fiat fund coupon the us dollar or let me see Oh, you want to sell your oil for a gold dinar? Right. What's your name, Gaddafi? Oh, I'm sorry. We're coming to kill you. Yeah, we came. We saw he died. What's, yeah, yeah exactly. what's your name? Oh, you're Saddam Hussein. What do you want to do? What did you want to do with the oil? No, we're going to... It's not in the U.S. dollar. You want... What, Euros? It, uh, Russia. Russia has always wanted to sell uh, oil in, in, in other currencies. Their own, for example. Look at that. And I just, there's a, there's the larger discussion here of this. So I go back on the Bitcoin side, I go back to this, this sort of Darwinian dilemma that I have with Bitcoin also. And I tried to talk about this a little bit with Gigi Mm -hmm. Um, is there, there was this idea, I forgot who said it, but it was like, uh, if you get to the presidency like if you if you make it through and you become the president of the United States um you have to have been corrupted at some point uh so you take a guy like the only person that I've ever even considered voting for in the last 20 years of of elections is Ron Paul mm-hmm. but then I but then I kept telling myself you know if if Ron Paul actually got elected as president that means he probably would have had to compromise himself in some way, and therefore I wouldn't. Even, I wouldn't want him either. Like in order to get to the top, you you almost by default have to be compromised in some way. Okay. And so you can you can you can advocate for a for a thing, 
But the thing that you're advocating for by necessity, if it attains what you want it to attain, it's not what you wanted it to be anymore. And so the same thing with Bitcoin, I wonder and I'm concerned that if Bitcoin ultimately makes it to be the thing that we sort of want it to be, which is the default currency, you know, if world the world currency, at what how did it have to be molested in order for it to attain that status? Well, it, it and won't. And is that, it won't. Is that KYC? No, it won't. It's see. To me, all of that is irrelevant. To me, um, now, where where is the? So, first of all, the distinction for me is Bitcoin is it's it's resistant to all of that. It's resistant to, to all all the issues that we have with with any proof of well any other coin basically and there's there's now uh, thirteen years to show so uh, it's it's working. <clears throat> um, the, as much regu- it, it, banning bit the use of Bitcoin banning it is as futile as banning email. From a technical level. Now, exchanging your money into Bitcoin and vice versa is a different issue. So if if anyone thinks that that's going to be easy and that this integration of Bitcoin uh, uh, legally and easily into the financial system, no, that's not going to be easy. It's not. It's never going to be easy. and, And they don't want any of it, any of it. They want their own system. So the only way to go is to just use it. Now, if Bitcoin goes to $1, I think it's still great to use amongst amongst each other, you know, for exchanging. There's been versions of, of money throughout our history, throughout the U.S. history. You can get Texas dollars. You know, Texas had multiple types of dollars. All of yeah. this is, and it's completely legal to do. You know, but we're up against uh, uh, maniacal nut jobs who are trying to desperately hang on to a system that is uh, imploding. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. Is is uh, I think I'm I think we're not far apart because we're there's the technical the technicals of Bitcoin are they're set. I mean, you can't. It doesn't matter what right. the government would want to do; they right. can't be changed. What can be you know, modified or molested or, or, or corrupted. If you want to, if you want to say that is, is all the things around it. How do you, how do you get it into, you know, when it goes into an account, uh, an exchange or when it comes out or, or, you know, we're going to put you in jail if you don't 1099, everybody that you send a payment to. Yeah, I know you're hung up on this. I am. Yeah. I am hung up on it yeah. because like, that's, that's a, that's a way that the thing can be, well, you know, oh, well, yo, you don't want a 1099. Well, just let our chain analysis guys hook into your node. Um, th- those sorts of things can, can, and there's, there's already, right. You know, but, this but, but, but bear with me. Up. None of that stop, stop the use of Bitcoin. None of it. Bitcoin. So what, what you're saying is <clears throat> Bitcoin can be used, but we'll have, it can't be, uh, anonymous if you want to cash out or, or you know if you right. if you want to use if you want to use an exchange now if I just want to go get some money some Bitcoin for some uh, for some paper dollars 
there are decentralized exchanges. There's a lot. You can go to the coffee shop. There's a lot of ways to do that. Now, yeah. luckily, we don't have to do that at this at this moment in time. But I'm KYC'd where I buy my Bitcoin. Is that a problem? Well, <clears throat> the only problem <clears throat> has nothing to do with Bitcoin. If we need to KYC, if we need to 1099 everybody who sends a donation, no agenda is just as fucked with PayPal as it is with Bitcoin. Yeah. The only difference is I already know who everybody is thanks to PayPal. So I can say to the IRS, well, here's your list. Here's the list. I don't. But if they said, oh, you got a 1099. So, okay, well, just 1099 all these people. I got an email address and I'll send it to them and uh, there you go. Uh, so would that have to ch- It would be sad. It would be sad if I had to do that for cash donors, PayPal donors, or Bitcoin donors. But it's not stopping Bitcoin. No, I, I don't think it is stopping Bitcoin, and that's kind of the problem. Um, and and I'm not. I'm probably not describing. I'm probably not doing good with my word choices. But that's. You're right. I am hung up on the 1099 thing because what bothers me and is that there's not been movement on it. Now, I think that there's plenty, there's still, there's still time to have movement on that thing to get that regulation reworded by the end of the year. But I mean, that thing goes into, goes into effect January 1st, 23. And so the, if, if it doesn't get changed, that's a problem to, that's a problem to, to me, it, it signals that the Bitcoin, Bitcoin as an ecosystem and industry decided that they were very that they're comfortable with the uh with sort of the small players and the and the grant the the pleb nets of the world just being wiped out of the game but let, let's let's uh, the, but the, I, I don't know if you if we're talking about the 1099 issue is the same thing <clears throat> the 1099 issue is a 1099 issue regardless of what payment system you use that well, but but see, and but you but you identified it with the PayPal thing. When it comes through PayPal, everybody's KYC'd. If our Lightning node forwards a payment, a collect an, an aggregate in aggregate forwards six hundred dollars worth of payments yeah, in what, a year yes. to somebody else. Yeah, but we hold can't on, know who it but is. Hold on. <clears throat> a ten ninety nine is for money you've paid to a freelance worker or independent contractor. These are gifts and donations. They're not tax deductible, but I have no... So this is where it becomes interesting and perhaps an issue. Um, Dreb Scott. Now, Dreb Scott uh, gets an automatic split from every payment, from every podcast that I do, because he's doing the chapters. Now, I, I have no deal with him. I haven't asked him to do that. I have no contract. Um, I, it's an arbitrary amount that I've assigned to him and I don't pay him. I'm not paying him. He's getting a split of a donation. So is he now an independent contractor to the person listening? No, no, that you're, you're misunderstanding me because we, you know, this is the conversation we had with Eric and I'm on your, and, and I'm, I'm on your way of thinking with this. No, no, he's that. I think all of that is fine. That's, that's, for, you know, from, from that standpoint is fine. I'm specifically talking about the bipartisan infrastructure bill requirements that require um, transactions between two wallets that have a fair market value of, of $600 or more 
those things have to be reported. They're now reportable. That that specific language in that bill is the one that everybody freaked out about because it would just kind of destroy lighting. Right. It would destroy everything. But again, so the so there it was for brokers, if I'm not mistaken. Brokers, yes. Brokers. The definition. Reporting. Of I'm, was I'm so reading broad. it. I'm reading it yeah. here. Uh, beginning 2023 tax year. This is for cryptocurrency exchanges or brokers will be required to collect taxpayer identifying information. We're not a broker. I'm not a broker. You're not a broker. I'm not an exchange. But the language around what qualifies as a broker was so vague that that's what the problem was, was that everybody, even developers running a Bitcoin node at home could be considered a broker. The infrastructure bill redefines the term broker. To include any person who, for consideration, is responsible for regularly providing any service effectuating transfers of digital assets on behalf of another person. That's a lightning node. That's a, that's a routing node. See, that, that could Understood. be it, it, it could, it could be. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Under the infrastructure bill, cryptocurrency exchanges will be treated similar to traditional brokerage houses. The infrastructure bill doesn't specifically identify the type of information returned. It must be filled, blah, blah, blah. So let's, let's, this is what I do for a living, actually. So let's look at IRC 6045. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of good at this. IRC 6045. Here we go. U.S. code. And that, and this is current, I believe. Every person required to make a return on okay. The name, address, phone number, and the information, okay. Let's see. Broker. If uh, transfer securities of a customer for use in a short sale, receives on behalf of a customer a dividend, tax-exempt interest, no. Um, I don't know, Dave. You know, but, I mean, bottom line? Of course, they can legislate all kinds of crazy shit. Now, will this happen in practice? I don't know. I don't. I, but I also don't live that way. That's just me. I'm just balls to the wall. I've always been a pirate, and we'll see where the chips land. Uh, there's enough people who have way more at stake than we do in uh, in how this will work. If 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 it can work at all, so I mean I understand where one could say the Lightning Network is it facilitates a transaction. Yeah, I I, I can understand that. Um, I, I I don't know. I just don't see it happening that way. Uh, I I think the 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 bigger problem is not the uh, Lightning Network, but it's uh, on chain. And I just lost. Here you go. You're back. Uh, you're connected. I don't hear you. All right. Dave's computer <laughs> locked up. <laughs> Let me see. Was that Linux? So that's your Linux box that crashed? Is that what happened? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. But was that your Linux machine that crashed? Uh, yeah, it was. It just froze. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I was right in the middle of talking. It totally Is it froze. on? Uh, what, are you, what are you running? Me, uh, Ubuntu? So Ubuntu, yeah. Ubuntu. I have, a, yeah. I was running a boot. Did your software um, update thing pop up? Uh, if it did, it popped up behind everything else because uh-huh. I didn't see it. Because I found that if you have 
Firefox open, <laughs> and then all of a sudden the software updater pops, then your machine, my machine freezes. I had Brave open. It no, could have happened. Could have I, happened. I don't know. Anyway, what I what I was saying is, I I, I really don't know, Dave. I mean, it, uh, I I just don't live in fear that way. I understand. I'm not saying you're living in fear, but I I've been a pirate all my life. I just like I just move forward and. We'll see what happens, and usually it works out. And this, I don't know. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a massive fight. If the Lightning Network is in jeopardy, I don't know. You know what am I? I don't know what to say. Yeah, it, I mean, it doesn't really bother me that much. You know, at the moment, I mean, if if something, you know, if if they don't, I guess I'm just bringing it up because if they don't, there's there's the broader. Yeah, it's just the broader question here of 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 all these what the regulations mean if certain things do or do not happen. And I'm, you know, it, like I said, it doesn't it doesn't bother me at this point. But there's going to be what I see. I'm a you take something like Monero that I think that thing's just going to be swept into into a regulatory doom. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like. Yeah, okay, it's technically a good a good product, but it's just going to I feel like it's just going to be like thrown away because I mean, it just can't be allowed to exist. Something that's whose whole purpose is to obscure payment data. I mean, that's just they're not going to let that happen. And then but then with the big Bitcoin, the broader, the you know more long term question is, uh, is it is it going to be corrupted? And I just don't know the answer to that in that this, that most pressing you well, know, regulatorily, regulatorily speaking, is it going to be corrupted? I just don't know. Well, uh, uh, so the so back to your analogy, um, yeah. where you know a politician almost has to get corrupted to get to the top. Maybe um, uh, Bitcoin is uncorruptible. The, the, the it's a protocol. You know, it's like is email corruptible? No. Does does email get fucked? Yeah, of course. People do all kinds of crazy shit. But it's it's still email still is email and Bitcoin will just be Bitcoin and it, it will still work. And the lightning network will be the lightning network. Um, I'm OK with the system as it like the current system of like if I have to give my bank a, you know, driver's license or something like that. I mean, it's not, I'm, I'm OK with that. It's not like it's the end of the world and I'm just it's just horrible. I do it every day. I mean, with that's how we interact with the financial system. and It doesn't. It doesn't bother me that much because I don't I don't do shady stuff. But at the same time, like I I guess okay here here's maybe here's my pro, uh, here here's an here's an aspect to this. Not to belabor the point, but the what we've been told about Bitcoin is that it was resistant to some things that it's not actually resistant to, such some, as such as the privacy thing. Well, I I disagree. I've never heard that that it was that it was private. Um. Well, I mean, I have. I mean, people have sold it that way. Yeah. Well, that that that's a that's bad. That's a misnomer. Yeah. It's, it's it's not. It, Bitcoin transactions are inherently completely public, and, and the only way you can have some privacy, I believe, is mining your own Bitcoin, and even yeah. then, uh, there's a trail because I mean, I I use slush pool. So there's a trail from slush pool to me, but those sats that I have in a separate wallet, they're pretty clean. No one would necessarily know where they're coming from. Although I think that's also traceable. 
So, but that has yeah. never been an issue to me. That's been crystal clear. It's like, there's no privacy. Now, can you use it like cash? Um, to a degree, yes, but you can't take your dirty hundred dollar bills and buy some Coke and no one know about it. You can't, <laughs> I mean, no. Yeah, that's, right. And in fact, funny enough, that's how I learned about Bitcoin is, oh, what's this thing? You can buy Coke. And, so, and I Silk did Road, like if they, yeah. I did it on the show. I was like, cool. I'm going to, I don't even do Coke. I said, let's buy some Coke. <laughs> and I, I, I think I spent five Bitcoin or something back in the day on, uh, what was the, uh, what was that? Uh, what was the name of the, the the tour website when it's silk road and silk road yes yeah, silk road yeah, yeah. yeah exactly you know ross albrecht's mom is still trying to get him out of jail oh, you know that, so, yeah, so there yeah. was there were now that was also for other things it wasn't just that you know he also hired a yeah. hitman and some other bad stuff yeah, but, there's that part of it yeah. <laughs> but it, no I, I never saw it as anonymous now it's what i like about the lightning network because that's pretty darn anonymous yeah that's pretty cool Oh, yeah, that, uh, but the, yes, but yeah. ultimately, at the top you have you know you have your your multi sig wallet, and that's how your 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 chain, you know, how you settle on chain. And no, but so okay, so I think we both agree that that that, that was marketed very poorly. Really, it was marketed that way in reverse. I think by people like uh, central bankers saying, "Oh, you know, this is all for you know illicit stuff. People want Bitcoin so they can buy drugs and and weapons yeah. and 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 bribery. And no, that's that's it's not appropriate for that. It, suitcases full of dollars are still better. And there's, you know, the the ransomware guys are still doing this in a in a way that is evidently, to some extent, if they do it correctly, untraceable. Because they're, I mean, they're getting away with it. And so the, are they? Know, are they? I mean, they recover some. Some idiots just had that on some exchange, and it was completely traceable. Yeah, they, that's what I'm saying. If they do it the if they do it the right way, it's it's still un, you know it's they're doing it un, untraceably somehow. I guess I don't know if they're using coin joins or whatever. So that's just that. See, that's the thing. There's this privacy focused section of the Bitcoin people that I feel like are. Uh, They've been on the privacy bandwagon for for a long time, and they've and it's it's just losing. It's losing that aspects of things, the coin joins and that kind of thing. Are which because are, it it makes no sense. I mean, it's an open it's an open ledger. You can follow yeah. every wallet, every wallet. I just want to make money on my podcast. If I have to pay taxes, okay, as long as it's fair. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like the way it's being treated. I don't like it being treated as an asset. And like, like, there's a lot of things. There's also benefits to that in a weird way from a tax perspective. I don't like any of it. But I just want to, you know, pay for stuff and get paid in a money that I trust more than. You know, so I want to give money to truckers. You know, or I want to give money. You know, I you can't do it through GoFundMe anymore because that shit gets shut down. It's not safe. Yeah. This is what That's- I this is what I said at Bitcoin 2022, 2022. I said back in the day in the MTV, you know, music business days, you bought a Rolex and said, "I got fuck you money. Look at my Rolex." These days, I can send you money and no one can stop it. That's fuck you money. <laughs> That's the difference. You can't stop me transferring it. Now, can you do if it's illicit trade or whatever? Yeah, there's all kinds of rules that you can't break, but it's still my money, and I'm sending it to someone else and making it theirs. 
that's the okay so that's a good point that's where i think it's important to to insert the idea that you in order to have that you say okay this is money that i can send to to you and nobody can stop me asterisks as long as you've done it correctly well, like, of course yeah don't yeah because that i think that well Big I mean, of, yeah, it's of course. of course for us though it's it, for us it's of course for other people it may not be of course because that what we're what what i envision in my head when i say that is you have an umbral i have an umbral and i send you money that can't be stopped mm-hmm. um what other people have in their head is Oh, I've got my money on Coinbase, and I'm sending you some money on Coin on Cash App. Right, that can be stopped. Mm-hmm. So if it's a podcaster like a like the uh, Jensen, you know, show, I mean, like it, that has been deplatformed, and they're concerned about that. It probably needs to be in the discussion. And I'm, sure, you know, is is that hey, in order to be truly, in order to be truly deplatformable, unplatform, deplatformable, whatever the hell that word's called, <laughs> in order in order to be truly resilient to that mm-hmm. you got to go you got to go all the way you got to go to private you got to go your own keys yeah your own your own hardware that you got to go all the way you can't just oh i'm on cash app i'm i'm good now well, that's that that's work. that's education <clears throat> yeah that's education <clears throat> that's the hardest part i think it's very difficult for people to understand and people also don't like that People want a help desk. When I say, hey, this is uh, your own wallet. These are your keys. If you lose these keys, it's done. You're fucked. You're not getting it back. It's over. Oh, who do I call? Mm-mm. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. Most people yeah. aren't ready for freedom, Dave. Freedom hmm. takes extra steps. It does. So does Sovereign Feeds. Sovereign Feeds is tougher than freedom. <laughs> 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 That's the new T-shirt. Sovereign feeds tougher than freedom. So, along with all that, if I can switch topics for a moment, no, please, please do. Uh, comes word of uh, an, a new roadcaster, roadcaster Pro Mark II, or something. Of this has been leaked information. Apparently, it's coming out within a week. I am once again kind of semi excited. Could they have done no. it right this time? Could they have done it right? I mean, nope. we don't. I don't have enough information on it yet. But you know, I my the money's burning a hole in my pocket. As soon as I can order one, I'm ordering it now. Again, no one has called me and asked me. Oh, gee, what is that one thing you want done? I've. I think I've. I hope they were listening. I've mentioned it a million times. Don't fall for it. Oh, I know. I'm. It's like Lucy in the football again. It's a lie. <laughs> It's a rugby. It's a rugby ball. These Australians. I'm gonna pull that ball from out in front of me again. Um, I'm very excited. It, it, I mean, it looks so close to what I want it to be. It looks like it has so many of the elements. We'll see. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, I just. I mean, this is good for the show because you. I mean, like, you just. This is another. Uh, this just means there's going to be a future rant from you about all the ways in which this failed, this thing fell down and dis- and disappointed you. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. But you know, it's even, there's even a, a slight, this is how hopeful I am that maybe, maybe it'll have all the, you know, they say they have nine configurable, completely configurable channels that you can 
route and everything. I mean, this is just some some of the information that's been out there, and maybe it might even work with uh, with Linux. I mean, it could happen. It could happen. It could. It could. It could. I, I want to get rid of this Windows box so bad. I am so sick and tired of what those guys are doing. I mean. This, this is where I would normally advocate for uh, the Linux lifestyle, but it just froze up on me like yeah. five minutes ago. Well, I, well, I, I, lived, reboot. I lived the Linux lifestyle. You know, I'm a, I'm a yeah. Linux Mint guy. That's my daily driver. The only thing I use Windows for is in the studio, uh, and I and I'm I'm you know I've got all the bits and bobs. It's just the routing and the and the audio just doesn't hasn't been quite. And please don't email me. Please don't. <laughs> you just make me mad. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, it works, man. Look, you can get this distro. It's called the Linux Audio Pro. No. <laughs> the audio distro. Why doesn't that exist? It does. It, it does. To. Oh no, it does. There's no, it a doesn't. ham radio okay. distro. There's a studio. No, there's a podcasting distro. It doesn't work. I mean, it's not not for what what I do. But there's a podcasting distro. Oh, sure, there is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Does <laughs> it come pre-installed with a Castopod? Castopod. Castopod. Exactly. Um, have you, speaking of uh, decentralized stuff, have you heard of this Noster, N-O-S-T-R? No. Noster, a cent- truly censorship-resistant alternative to Twitter that has a chance of working. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It's uh, uh, another one of these things that, uh, you know, I look at all this stuff, and I, I just put it in the show notes. Maybe someone take a look at it. I mean, it seems like it might be something we could use for cross-app comments. Okay. Which, where are we on that? By the way, I see Podverse seems to have they them, work. Have them working. It's uh, done. It's all done. Uh, so yeah. we have two implementations. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's done. The tag is not finalized. It's mm-hmm. not for, formalized. It's not actually in the spec. It's it's still in. It's. It's in the phase five pr- proposal state. Okay. So um, we're just wait. Can I want to say this about the about the podcast comments, uh, cross app comments tag? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. I'm not renaming anything. Okay. We, we've every now and then cro- this this discussion crops up about renaming uh, the podcast uh, about renaming these tags mm-hmm. from social interact to like. Co- you know, something else like social, but this is where I invoke Dave Weiner's RT. Uh, ah, here it is. Here uh, it is. Yes. Rules for is. Standards, RFSM. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It totally doesn't matter what you call it. That is one of the main mantras of, of, of RFSM. And I believe in that so much. These are, these are tags in an XML feed that nobody will ever look at. <laughs> and it, and this, at this point when, when it just, there is more important things to spend our time on than renaming these tags. Okay. From a purity standpoint, yes, it bothers me that these things have weird names that they're, they're sometimes not consistent, but I will say that 25% of the internet runs on PHP and PHP has the most horribly named functions in the standard library of any language ever that's ever existed. Yeah, it's probably true. You know, there's the difference between, you know, S-T-R-I-P-O-S, which is the name of a function that looks for a string inside of another string. Mm. And right after that is S-T-R underscore len that gives you the links of a string. Why does one have an underscore and the other one doesn't? 
Nobody knows. <laughs> and you know what? Nobody cares. And we all just know what the names of these things are. And it doesn't, does it matter that the RSS uh, feed where all the content lives is called the channel? No. No. It doesn't matter. No, channel means nothing. It's a completely irrelevant term. Well, this is uh, this is the trap. Thank you for uh, ringing the bell. I, I rang the bell, but thank you for pulling the ripcord. Because, yes, yes this is where you know com- communities devolve into bullshit for, for weeks and months on end, is talking about shit like that. What, it's not the right name. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. yeah I, I just, it's, it, it's come up a couple times lately, and yeah. I, I just want to stop talking about it. I, I don't care about names okay. of things. I love yeah. that about you. If we're naming our project, yeah, that's yeah. I'll have an opinion, but yeah. not tags. Uh, uh, so on that, where are we? Which one? I don't know. Where are we with the... Well, let's do this. And now it's time for some hot namespace talk. I mean, we're kind of in the middle of it, but... By the way, that that Dame Jennifer math jingle that thing that's that thing's it's too oh, no. hot to try. No, baby. it is. I mean that <laughs> you got to put that thing back in the lockbox until let, let's bring it out on episode one hundred. Okay, that was a mistake last time. It's dangerous. You can't, it it we is. Can't no, risk it, it is. And uh, we discussed it. I was in South Carolina. We did a big no agenda meetup. By the way, <laughs> everybody at the meetup is talking two point Hey man, Sweet. I got a new app, and you know, I'm trying them out, and. And, you know, there's a there's a lot to, that takes people. Some most people have never even used the podcast app. You'd be surprised how many don't don't use a podcast app. They, oh, I just listen to it here or there. I download it or oh, two people, two people had this two and one meetup. Two meet whole people. Two whole people. Oh, I forgot to mention this on no agenda. Say they where do you think they discovered? Let's talk about discovery. All right. Where did they discover no agenda? You'll never guess. Okay. It's an um, app. I'll, 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 I'll lift it. I'll give you a little uh, tip. It's an app. It's an app. And uh, uh, is, it a mo- is it a mobile app? Uh, no, it is not a mobile app. And uh, Boostagrams with uh, guesses are also welcome right now. Uh, anything over 1,000 sats, <laughs> I will read. <laughs> um, <laughs> where, where would they have this? It's an app. It's an app. Uh, it's an app, but it's not, it's not a mobile app. Facebook. No, no, no. It's an app. It's an app. An it's app. not. It's in fact, it is. You cannot even get this app on mobile at all. Oh, you can't get it on mobile. Uh, is it a? Is it an open source app? Um, the app itself, the code is uh, open source. It's published on GitHub, but it's in a framework of a. It's a. It's in a particular type of app store. Napster. <laughs> no, Roku. Roku. Someone built a Roku app years and years and years ago. It's I remember it. still on the Roku store and and literally the same the same story. You know, I was just looking around and I you know, I cut cable, I'm looking around and say, Oh, what is this? There's no agenda thing. Click and, and many of these people were listening on Roku for months, sometimes years before they figured, Oh, this is a podcast, maybe I'll get it on an app on my phone. <laughs> That's I would have never I would have never guessed that. And no, neither would have I. I mean, so again, a, another fantastic discovery story. Huh. The discovery in an app itself, which I still think is a great way. I mean, uh, if I had a new podcast, I do. But uh, if I was launching it for different reasons, I would probably talk to uh, everybody at newpodcastapps.com dot com and say, "Hey, can I get uh, some feature? 
what will you it mean, cost me? You mean nude podcast apps? Nude podcast apps.com. Yeah. yeah. So can I, can I get a feature? Let me put a split in your block, uh, in my block to yeah. you and uh, give me, uh, give me some, give me, put me on a feature on, uh, when they open up the app. This is when people don't know this story. When I saw Radio Userland from Dave Weiner, uh, and it was the really the first blogging tool, and I had my feed uh, on Radio Userland. I and he had a, a list, a list of like the uh, there was a page in the app, and you you brought it up. It's like here's some interesting um, feeds to subscribe to. I paid him ten thousand dollars to always be on that list. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Uh, which? What feed was on it? Uh, my 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 blog at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, that feed's long gone. It was <laughs> it was a radio user land. You know, uh, user land zero 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 seven dot xml. I was user seven or something. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, and and that and I actually remained in that list for a long time. And it was great. I got lots of people subscribing to me because it was on a recommended list in the app that people were using to subscribe to feeds. It, that was as a bit like the friends of Twitter. Yeah. No, th- that's a good way to go. I, I wonder, you know, I think, uh, who was it? Who, who's doing, somebody told us that they were doing uh, like paid recommendation. Oh, Pod LP. Yeah, uh, Thomas over at Pod LP. He said like, you, you had like a pricing sheet where you could do uh yeah, you could pay him to get on the recommendation page mm-hmm. or the home page or whatever. I mean, it's a valid way to go for an app for for funding. You know, to to say, okay, well, I mean, absolutely, know, put you in the recommendation list. I mean that that's a deal. That's a win win. Well, you know, now you're talking about marketing, and now you see who's marketing really well. Um, I think uh, Podverse is doing a really good job of marketing themselves. Uh, they have a yeah. lot of fans marketing them. Yeah, um, which is an, another important thing. The Selec podcast is—they seem to be marketing everybody's uh, app with uh, with uh, you know they're always putting out little clips, and they're doing a great job of that. Uh, Fountain is doing a great job of marketing. You know, it's it's not all just automatic and it doesn't just happen. I I always pronounce that sleek. I it's thought like I, I, I you may be right. I don't know if it's. Well, I don't know why I said sea like. I just think that for some reason that's what my brain registered. It could be wrong. It's, you said sea like, and I thought about a local telephone company. You know. <laughs> is it S? Is it S L I E K? I think so. S-L-I-E-K. Yeah, or E I or I E. Yeah, one of those two. You know, so I. I, I sleek. You're something. right. I was wrong. Sleek. There you go. Sleek. Yes. Um. You know, actually, we can talk about that after we thank some people. But I. Um. Yeah. yeah, we'll come back to that one. Uh, there's been some, I've been doing some index work, mm-hmm. and uh, we didn't talk about it last week. I don't think, but uh, there's a there's a few things I'm backlogged on with the with the index, and uh, one of them is the iTunes lookup API endpoint. So that's a a thing that I created to be like a, a lookalike. Mm-hmm. It's essentially like a like a fallback. For the Apple, um, for Apple's API, the one that everybody uses, where you can just look up a podcast and get right. a feed URL, right? Which and is this, important for apps mainly. Yeah, I think I think that could bring, I think that would make it a lot easier for people to use us as a fallback mm-hmm. because they don't even have to change their code. Essentially, it 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 returns 
exactly, exactly what Apple returns. Right, 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 yes. right, right. And so, I mean, literally, it's identical. All they would have to do is go in there and change and change the host name from, you know, uh, iTunes.apple.com to api.podcastindex.com and everything it just works. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not fully functional yet. I guess I still got to fill out the categories and do that thing, which is going to be a pain in the butt. But that I also have to do category work though for the downloads because I'm going to consistently people are telling me that they wish the categories was in the database download. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those. Too. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those. So I'm just going to do all that at the same time. So so the idea is it's also kind of like a it's a backup, but also a backup for onboarding. So let's say Apple burps and then you can just switch one parameter in your app and then everything is working again yeah like an a b i mean like nice. fall, it's literally a fallback uh, nice yeah i think people can use that I'm, I'm i'm gonna make it public it's not gonna be but have you worked any more on your um open api no authentication business for the for future scaling no okay good work <laughs> It's a thing that I just like to bring up and talk a lot about and then never do it. Never do it. That's okay. And I'll keep reminding you. I just want to make sure that we keep it on the radar. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a perpetual non-event. Why don't we... uh, Let's uh, thank a couple of people for this value for value project. We've gone all over the map today. Um, And uh, I'm not sure. Do we have a lot of people in 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 the chat? It seems like it's a little less... It seems like it's a little low, little little, little low than uh, than normal. And is there we, a way to get like a count or something? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't. I don't um, do let me see. Two, three, four. Uh, I can tell you how many people are listening to the stream. Uh, and no, I can't. Twenty-five. We got twenty-five in there. Do we twenty-five in the chat? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I counted it by hand because I just had to reboot my computer and I still see the uh, user list <laughs> name at the top. <laughs> Uh, they have been live uh, boosting. Uh, so the value for value concept is very simple. If you get value out of this podcast, and hopefully it's not just the podcast, but it's the entire project is what we're moving towards and would like to see that uh, continue to move and to keep funded. Uh, we need as many boostograms as we can get. People seem to be trans kind of uh, uh, transitioning from uh, PayPal donations to um uh, to Satoshi's, which is is fine for us, but please know that you know <laughs> the numbers you see are a lot bigger than what uh, that than what we need <laughs> when yeah, it comes down to real. dollars for uh, for paying for the servers. However, just going through a couple here, go podcasting from Macintosh a thousand sats. Um, let me see, uh, NA Millennial uh, five thousand sats, and with a here you go. Uh, this is how you market your podcast. You want some discovery? Here's the boostergram. 5,000 sats from No Agenda Millennial. Listen to Millennial Offensive, the Millennial Media Offensive. It's better than these two nerds. Hey. <laughs> uh, Mike Newman, 211. Albie Boost via Podverse. Obviously, this opens a whole new world. We're just taking baby steps so far, as always. Go podcasting. Go podcasting! Uh, Floydian Slips. Four three two one podcast for value podcast. That is all. Thank you. A couple of small boosts here from Chad F. Boosting from Podverse. Um, let me see. We have uh, this is uh, here we go. Um, oh, I'm already at the delimiter. So that's comic strip blogger. We'll do him in a moment. Let's uh, let's thank our people, Dave. Uh, we got zero 
weekly one-time PayPal donations. So that's uh, this is what I was talking about. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, which which is fine, which is fine. But let's uh, let's see how we do with the with the boostograms and the boost. Uh, We got uh, so yeah, we got we got a lot of boosts. Uh, Let's see uh, how many we got. We got like twenty something boosts. Let's uh, Bill Prague, thousand sats. I think Bill is a hive guy. I I think that's I think that's where I where I know his name. Okay, Um, it says. uh, uh, let's see if he came through pod friend. He says a weird feels. This is, I think he mistyped this. A weird feels blockchain ignored by most. Ma- uh, maybe it's weird. Feels blockchain ignored by most mainstream crypto people is changing podcast casting. You know, Bill, just don't know what you're trying to say there. I'm uh, <laughs> struggling. Let's try it again. Let me let me hear it one more time. Maybe I can figure it out. A weird feels blockchain ignored by most mainstream crypto people is changing podcasting. He's talking about uh, Hive, I think. Okay. Because Podping is changing podcasting. That's the only thing I can discern from it. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. He's saying that a blockchain that's ignored by most mainstream crypto ah, see, people is see? changing podcasting. There you oh. go. There you go. Yeah. Now, I've been doing this for a while. You're an expert. Um, about that podcast see uh, brown of london and the hive dao 162,217 sats hello i'm rolling it out for him podcasting paula shot caller 20 inch blades on the impala boost brian you saved you saved the week save the week man thank you uh, he says it's a ketchup donation from Brian of London and High Fifty HBD. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's the podcast. Lu- it's the Luna of podcasting. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's low. he's going to get mad at me now. Yeah, rightly so. <laughs> um, Kyron Miramortos podcast. Hey, hey, twenty two thousand two hundred twenty two sats. Big row of ducks. Yo, hold on, ducks, come on out. Through uh, CurioCaster, and he says, uh, "I'm wearing my Mirror Mortals uh, shirt." By the way, that he sent me in the yeah, nice shirt. I saw it. Beauty, yeah, thanks. Beauty. Mitch is awesome. Loved this episode, and from your reactions, you can absolutely add me to the crew of woeful marketeers. Uh, season one of the V for V podcast was essentially research I did before interviewing Adam on Mirror Mir- Mortals. Oh. I've started listening, and uh, I'm very excited. Actually, I got a note from. Uh, you know, I've also been writing. <laughs> Yes, you have. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that I've learned over the years, particularly in the past two with value for value that I've kind of taken for granted because we just do it all automatically. And, uh-huh. and now that I'm having to write it down, it's really expanding into something good. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's there's so much more to it. What was this? I thought it was here. Just Gigi. What did Gigi say to me? Gigi said, "Hey, Adam, love that you're writing your value for value manifesto." It's very much needed. If you ever need a second pair of eyes or some feedback or even editing, let me know. Ah, GG. Is that a boost? No, no, that's just a telegram message. No, cheap ass. Yeah, (laughs) GG. Don't telegram me. Boost me. Boost me, bitch. Hey, there's your t-shirt. Boost me, bitch. Yeah, OG Bitcoiner. Pony up, (laughs) Come on, man. Pony up. (laughs) Where's your value? Where's the value in telegram messages? (laughs) Um, Let's see. We got... Auburn Citadel. Oh, I hadn't heard from Auburn Citadel in a while. No. 49,000 sats. Boost! Nice. 
through fountain and he says, Yeah, boy. <laughs> Don't just stand there. Boost. <laughs> yeah, boy. Uh, Albert Citadel again. He says, How you doing, Booster? How you doing, Booster? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I nailed that pretty much. <laughs> yes, and I had my finger on the button too. Yeah, you didn't even need it. You didn't I can do the jingle. Um <laughs> Sir, Sean, Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley, aka Sean McCune, 3333 SAS through Castomatic, and he says boosting the distributed free speech platform. Ooh, nice. Oh, Boost. Appreciate it. The DFSP. No, sorry to say defibrillated free speech platform. <laughs> uh that might that might be not far off though. Uh is this Wait, is this another Brian of London? What? DA we B- have the boosts. Mm-hmm. Whoa, I didn't <laughs> heard that one before. Um, what? How much was the last one? I don't remember. But the this last is, one was a hundred hundred thousand. This is a hundred sixty-six thousand nine hundred and seven. He fat fingered us. Go podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Wait a minute. What is? It? What's the message? Uh, he says special. It's a different message. It's got to be a different boost. He says special catch up. Baller, shot caller, 50 HBD, go podcasting. Baller, shot caller, 20 inch blades on the Impala. Go podcasting! Nice. Thank you, Brian. Well, Brian is now saving the week and a half. Well, he he spent a week on a yacht. And so now he's... <laughs> what he's, exactly was he doing? Was he was he sailing that thing? Is this a hobby of his? Is this a gig? Running coke. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Running coke from the Bahamas. <laughs> Look, they need coke in Israel too. Yes, they, they need a lot of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mitch from uh, Podverse, our buddy Mitch, 1,968 sats. He says, This is the first boost from the new value for value feature in Podverse. Nice. Live, Congrats. live in production. Boost. Congratulations, Mitch. If anyone wants to easily add V4V support to their website, try the new open source WebLN-V4V library found at github.com slash podverse slash WebLN-V4V. Yeah, actually, I'm going to put that link in the show notes. Okay. Uh, uh, here it is. See. Gosh, I love Helipad. I just did a control F, boom, found found the boost right there. That oh, was cool. his, his 22 sat. Hey, Mitch, how come all of the boosts that are coming from, from Podverse... Uh, with with uh, Albi, how come they're so low? <laughs> I mean, I it, I have a feeling he set his default low or something. It's a bug. It's a it's a bug. With, for it, they, they they don't send big enough boosts. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Uh, he says thanks for having me on the show last week, guys. I had a blast. Go podcasting. Yeah, go podcasting for you too, brother. Go podcasting. <laughs> uh, Sir Doug gave us a boost through Fountain, and he says. This is how money flows into podcasting. That's right. <laughs> That's right, Doug. Uh, thank you. Uh, Boostbury sent us a uh, boost, the uh, 2,968 sats through uh, Podverse. And he says, oh, my goodness. Very cool and very legal, Mitch. Go podcasting. <laughs> Go podcasting. Very legal. Boom. Oh very legal. That's totally legal. Hey, by the way, the video stream is working kind of. It's been working for a while now on uh, No Agenda Our- Tube. Are people digging it? Uh, yeah, I think there's like five people watching, but yeah. Are you are you digging it? But I hate I hate looking at myself. It's the worst thing in the universe. So you're not digging it? No, okay. uh, eight viewers. Uh, you know, for the for the experiment, it's 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 perfect. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I wish I had Tina on, you know, that would look a lot better than me. <laughs> you know. uh, Cass Peeland, 3690, yeah, through Fountain, and he says, thanks for the work. Boost! Boost! Thank you, sir. Uh, Moritz? I don't think I've seen Moritz come in before. And he says, uh, that's 32 sats. And he says, uh, <laughs> Albie test. Okay, well, I'll give him a pass. It's yeah, a this test. is the Albie boost. 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 Little boost. boost. That sounds like an Albie boost. Boost. Uh, B. Mozzie, uh, 2220, see, 22 22 22. Big row of ducks through fountain. Boost. Boost. He says, boost the dip. <laughs> boost the dip, indeed. Yes, sir. Uh, what was that, boost the dip? and uh, No, it was buy the dip and boost the drip. Boost the drip. Boost that's, the drip. That's right. yeah. uh, Quentin, 64 sats. Uh-huh. He says, through Podverse, and he says, another boost just because I need to test Albie back in. <laughs> we will accept all tests. We boosts. accept all of it. Of course we do. Gary Arndt. Uh, our buddy from the Everything Everywhere uh, podcast, he says, he sends us 8,860 sats nice. through Podverse. Thank and you. He says, when number go down, sats go up. Boost, boost, That's boost. Right. That's right. Sats go up. Uh, Quentin again, 640 sats. That must be it. That's a VGA boost, right? <laughs> 640. Six, oh, uh, yes, of course. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I kept that link in the show notes. Hold on. Let's, let's see if it, uh, uh, Boostergram numerology. What number was it again? 640. If it's not a bo- if it's not a VGA boost, it should be. I'm, it's I'm not on there. Uh, we I'm have the five, 500 is the indie boost, and then we go straight to 666, the Satan boost. So the VGA <laughs> boost is 640. We need a PR. Uh, a PR. <laughs> yeah. Duly christened. Uh, uh, Quentin sent a 640 sats through Podverse, and he just says, awesome. Okay. All right. Yeah. Boost. Awesome for you, too. You're awesome, Quentin. Uh, Boost Burry sent us 886 sats and he says, toasting. Okay. <laughs> uh, Moritz coming in again with another Albi test for 32 sats. Thank you, Moritz. <laughs> uh, Boomy. Ah, Boomy. 640. Maybe he's the originator of the VGA boost from previously and he didn't sign his name. He said, Boomy sent us uh, 640 through Podverse and he says, thanks for being such an inspiration. Oh, that was sweet. We, we do our best. Uh, inspired and inspiring. Chad Farrow, 8,860 sets, and he says, sending my first boostergram from the Podverse website. Yeah, well, nice. Oh, nice. so it does work with bigger amounts. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's an indictment of everybody who sent a boost so far. <laughs> except, except Brian. Uh, oh, here we go. Commentary blogger. Ah. Delimiter. Mm-hmm. 15,033 sats through Fountain. He says, howdy, Dave and AC. How are you coping with Bitcoin crash? (laughs) (laughs) We're coping just fine. He said, you switched to gold or fiat or what? (laughs) (laughs) No, of course not. Zoom out, brother. Zoom out and look at that chart again. He says, myself, I diversify by buying stocks. Anyway, your listeners are invited to listen wait to the podcast. Minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, What stocks did he buy to diversify? What, you want to lose money in different ways? Target, 
<laughs> Target, Amazon, Walmart, Walmart, Apple, Google, Twitter. What did you buy that you're diversifying? Peloton. Peloton. What exactly? Yeah. Any energy stocks? I mean, uh, I don't think, unless you're, well, maybe if you're buying into BlackRock or Vanguard or State Street, but no. I mean, that's, it is fun to see people show up and say, How's that Bitcoin doing, you loser? <laughs> I don't know. How's your 401k? Have you looked at that? Uh, I have looked at my 401k, and it ain't great. No. I can promise Mm-mm. you that. No. Um, CSB, go uh, go all in on Rivian. That's a great idea. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry. You were reading his boost. Right? No. He says, myself, I diversify by buying stocks. Anyway, anyways, <laughs> your listeners are invited to listen to podcasts with news about artificial intelligence oh. called AI.cooking. No, well. Read by Gregory William Forsyth Foreman. Oops. <laughs> Do you know where he's from? I believe he's from Kent. He's from Kent. And just <laughs> type in your web browser or any podcast app, AI.cooking. Yo. No, that'll work. <laughs> Every time. It will work. Thank you, CSB. Uh, Much appreciated. I got some monthly donors okay. uh, through PayPal. Keith Gibson. Keith Gibson has been donating $50 a month forever. Thank you, Keith. Keith, uh, you need a t-shirt, brother. Get, get in touch. Um, yes. Uh, Timothy Hudgens, my buddy, uh, $25. Uh, Dwayne Goldie, $8. Paul Erskine, $11.14. David Woodfine, $3. Thomas Sullivan Jr., $5. Great name. And Jeremy Gerds, $5. That's our monthly, our monthly Okay, donation. so we did okay, but not not great this uh, this week. No, no, we we at the end of the at the end of this show, we'll be able to uh, well buy buy lunch. I, yeah, I hope we don't have to roll out the sad puppy on any of this. No, that, I'm a liberal user of the sad puppy. I mean, fire that thing up, Dreb. <sighs> yeah, stick it in there. Yeah, sad puppy. Uh, this is value for value. So th- again, it. All that we need is for you to look deep inside your heart and say, okay, this is worth this much to me for what I got out of it. Now, if it's just entertainment and laughing, all right, maybe we're uh, maybe we're like a Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah, maybe that's it. But, you know, maybe if we're helping you uh, think differently about the world, about uh, media, about uh, free speech, about technology, maybe, uh, you know, maybe we're uh, like a cable subscription. No, that's too much. No one would give that much money. You know, no, what no. is cable? Co- These days, it's crazy. Kate, the cost of cable. Oh, I I cut cable fifteen years ago, and I have I haven't I have no idea what it costs now. You really you have no cable at all. We we cut. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. So we cut cable when when we started homeschooling our kids because mm-hmm. we had uh, it was a big it was a big temptation. Sure. For them to just throw on the on the television. No kidding. And at, and at the time, uh, HD television had just HD TV was mm-hmm, the big, mm-hmm. was just coming out, mm-hmm. and so you could get um, you could just get an over the air antenna and get a lot of uh, all your local stations and that right. kind of thing. So we just we bought an over the air antenna, and then we dropped cable. Good for you. And it saved us. Oh God, like a thousand, you know, over a thousand dollars a year, maybe more even. Yeah. And um and we've never we've never had it since. That was that was at least fifteen years ago. Oh, good for you. I think that <clears throat> that's happening more and more. These over the air antennas, you know, there's a lot of technology those guys are doing too. They're they're doing like 
two-way digital. They have all kinds of you can broadway. Yeah, yeah. This they're doing Ooh, nutty stuff. Yeah, it's um, it's it's been a a year or two since I checked into it, and I don't know if they're going to really bring it to market properly. But just getting one yeah. of those twelve-dollar antennas you stick against the wall and hook up to the back of your TV is quite amazing. How well that works. Oh, so, so we, back when we did it, we lived in Springville, which was, which is 45 minutes north of Birmingham. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty rural. Yeah. And uh, what we did was, I mean, this is, God, this was so long ago. This was maybe 2000, oh gosh, 2015, 16. And so we, I'm sorry, 2005 or six, I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we, so what, what I did is I, I got, a huge antenna, like one of those big VHF UHF combo <laughs> things with, that you would, with a, with a rotor. Yeah, yeah it's nice. designed to put on a rotor. Of course, know, but I didn't, nice. <laughs> I just stuck it in the attic, and then uh, and then ran coax down, and it had a booster, you know, like a signal booster. Yeah, on it, kind of stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. How you um, doing, booster? <laughs> yeah, and uh, like we got boost. We got so many channels, bro. I mean, we got channels from everywhere. Well, I used to do that back in when I oh my god, when I was fourteen. Uh, living in the Netherlands, I had a VHF antenna also under the roof, and I would mm. uh, manually turn it to get the BBC. Uh, <laughs> but the thing with the BBC was it, uh, they had their audio signal on a different a different sideband or a different frequency, so the television couldn't de- couldn't decode it. So you only had <laughs> you only had video. You had no audio. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. The, oh man, I did so much with antennas back in the day. I love it. I, I, someone sent me one of those mining rigs. Have you? Heard? It's the they're called. It's the um, it's the IOT, the open source IOT network, and it's a mesh network, and and you have your node, and it's, it's it, and it basically communicates over FM, but you're also mining at the same time, so that people who provide bandwidth to the IOT systems get a little bit of this a uh, little bit of this coin. I got no idea what you're talking about. I've not heard of any of this. FM coin? Fem coin? I shouldn't have done that. Hey, for people watching on the stream, you're getting a good deal today. You just saw my ass again. Here you go. This is um, (laughs) Fenestra. Fenestra. Ooh, that name sounds familiar. The Fenestra miner. Yeah. I haven't hooked it up yet because we went to Charleston. Um, (laughs) But it's really cool. I'll just show it on camera. Yeah, so this little little mining box right here. See now, I feel like I'm missing out. You totally oh, are, and it has a little oh, antenna man. and. Uh, uh, oh, there's a note. <laughs> What's it say, Adam? Hope you can use this unit in your area. I've loved learning about the tech, and hope you get some value from it. If you don't end up using it, I'll pay for shipping it back. No, I'm going to use it. Julian, Julian sent other, that to me. That's yeah, other people send you their unit. Yeah, yeah, I got his unit. And it's, uh, no, it's uh, the, the whole concept is kind of cool. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's the same idea as what I would like with IPFS. You know, people providing bandwidth for, you know, small Raspberry Pi type like applications that can be dropped anywhere because you have this mesh that, I mean, it, and I, I look on the map, the mesh goes out to Fredericksburg. So uh, I'm hoping yeah, I'm, I can pick up some signal. I'm seeing your stream now. I've, I've, I've tuned in so I can see this thing. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's my head. Cool. Hey, or, hey! If you boost me, I'll take off my pants. 
this. All of a sudden, you're a webcam girl. Okay. <laughs> Only fans, baby. Only fans. What are you talking? I had a I had a professor in in in, in my short lived college uh, days that would um, <laughs> yeah that said uh, he was a physics professor and he said eventually all the smartest people in the world uh, go into physics. Oh uh, really? Excuse me. Excuse me. Go into astrophysics. Mm-hmm. Every like this this it doesn't matter what field you're in. You always eventually end up in astrophysics. Well, it doesn't matter what version of uh, open source monetary thing you do. Eventually, you all end up with OnlyFans. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're not far from it when you think about yeah. it. When you think about it. Uh, well, thank you, everybody. Please remember to support the project. We do need uh, we do need time, talent, and treasure. The time and talent is in abundance, and it's so appreciated, and so many people are doing so much great work. Um, the treasure seems to be lacking a bit, but it's it's the transition. So just keep bear in mind when you're supporting us. Bear in mind what you're really doing. Switch that thing to to fiat so you can see what you, uh, to what degree you're helping us. Yes, we want to take your money, Ice Cube Soup. We have to. <laughs> yeah. We have to. Uh, Podcastindex.org. Go to the bottom. There's a uh, there's two donation uh, buttons. One for uh, your fiat fund coupons uh, through PayPal, and we also have an on chain donation. But please. Check out nudepodcastapps.com. <laughs> Alternatively, newpodcastapps.com. Uh, grab yourself one of the apps that uh, does value for value. Fill up that wallet and start boosting the heck out of us. We could use as much as possible. It's really appreciated. Hey, where's um, where's Roy? Yeah, uh, he he's he fell off the radar. Anymore. Yeah, he fell off the radar. He kn- uh, go ahead. He knew I was gonna. Um, he knew I was gonna be. Uh, questioning bitcoin's uh regulatory status no, uh, so he, 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 uh, <laughs> zero boost yeah. from me he shunned me <laughs> yes he shunned me i had an interesting uh just so you so you never know how people are going to use stuff so i'm trying to onboard a friend of ours and she listens to curry and the keeper and she says can i just send you guys money no no you have to do it through podcasting this is what you know people are like can i please send you a paypal no no this is the only way you can do it so we're refusing money at this point which is really fun <laughs> and uh and so she so she's like okay what do i do she says, i don't know bitcoin i just show me how to do it so i think well i don't want to send her through the steps of buying bitcoin and getting it you know going through blue wallet and all this so i say get mm-hmm. grab breeze so she grabs oh, okay. breeze yeah. um she goes through the the light kyc gets gets like a uh, hundred thousand sats in her wallet and she says okay uh i'm i'm good to go and then she, uh, so she says, okay, I boosted you guys, and it doesn't show up. Yeah, you know, and I kind of I forgot about it oh, and no. the, as it was time for the show, and I'm like, is this the, is it Helipad not exporting right? So I can't find it. So I say, and she said, oh, I just opened up the app, and it says, uh, uh, did not send. I said, well, tell me what you did. Well, I opened it up. Um, I, I went to your podcast and hit boost and closed the app. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, as we know, Breeze needs a second. Yes. Yeah. You know, yes, Breeze yes. needs a second to flush out and to sync the graph, and I was like, "Oh, okay." So, uh, you know, then a week went by. Honestly, my fault. We were traveling. I wasn't able to to get to her, and then you know, she hasn't used the app. And then she opens up the app, and the channel closed because this is what Breeze does. If you don't use the Breeze app, it closes your channel. Right. And then you have to send your on-chain to another on-chain wallet. The whole thing became just a disaster. No, no. But it was because she just wanted to send money. She wasn't listening to the show in the app. She'd already heard the show. And if I'd known that, you know, it's just, 
the onboarding it's it's amazing sometimes how much how much you go through i i love all the all the uh all the things people run into though it it, it just it's it's amazing to see what happens how people use things when you think it's so obvious What's yeah. It, it yeah it's it, that's the critical piece of of the whole thing is you have to know um you you have to see the failures in order to know what what to do exactly like i mean if it all if it all just works it may be working for reasons that you don't understand and uh and it may be working for uh in ways that are not ideal so you need it's like because i learned this from you from you from observing you for years is you would work around problems and i would never know about <laughs> observing me not actually seeing what i'm doing yeah, and you and you're like a, and I would ask you, you're like, oh yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's and, great. I, and, now, and then we start digging in, and I find out oh, you're doing it that way. No, 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 no. I know. No, that's, that's, that's absurd. Well, so this is good. This is, and I think, uh, you know, I think I have a a pretty good angle on my studio now that I like that I might use more often now that I have this fantastic uh, no agenda tube to play with. So I'm, I need to send cool. you a. I need to send you what I'm seeing here because. Uh, me let me take a picture of my screen here what do you I can are, take a going take a screenshot are you not seeing me no 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 i'm seeing you but i'm just saying that it looks really cool uh the way this because we what we're you know what we're trying to do is uh super chat oh it's and, exactly uh, what we're trying to do so the next i expect next week when we do the show for na tube to be working in at least one app so that uh, we can have the the chat and the and the and the video and everything, and then I'm going to bring you on video. I'm going to bring you in. I know how to do no. that now. What you know how to bring me in on video? Yeah, as long as long as you have a webcam, you got a cam on your camera, don't you? No, that's my side gig. Only part. <laughs> it's okay. I won't let everyone see it just for money. Trust me. <laughs> like, uh, let's see. Uh, where? Let me send you this screenshot. This is close to what I mean. All the things are coming together. Now we just got to mer- continue to merge them. Oh, that does These, look pretty cool. That's that's three separate windows, and and now we we're th- this is what we we're talking about earlier. We we've we threw everything on the floor. Now we now we're just scraping them up into piles, and then we got to move. Then we start to merge the piles together. That's the, build the, sandcastles, baby. That yeah, that's the basic idea, though. That's exactly what we want. I just popped it up on the big yeah. screen so everybody can see it. I'm I'm now a video director yeah. at the same time. What the hell? <laughs> you're a you man. You're a damn YouTuber. I, I, <laughs> I really I really despise doing this because I see it ruins the whole magic of audio, basically. Yeah, but yeah, for does. some reason, people really love listening to stuff while watching me. I mean, not me, but watching someone sit there and talk into the into the talking stick. But see, you got to take the arrows for Mo because he's next. He's the next uh Mo is this is where we're this is the whole point that I I think the next yeah. time we do a uh uh not at the next time but pretty soon yeah uh, cuz you know it's like one week we do the show and then we alternate then it's uh uh then he does Mo Facts Light is a live on YouTube so that's the one we want to move over or at least start simulcasting it uh through podcasting 2.0 Simulcast, I like that. Yeah, simul. Well, everyone has backups. That's it's the same thing as as your namespace uh, replacement thing. Oh yeah, yeah. You okay. know, it's like people sense. use YouTube and then they have Rumble as a backup. I want everyone to have 
peer tube or no agenda tube, or really podcasting 2.0 as a backup. Can we just say that, the, that I don't know what to think about library and Odyssey and all that kind of stuff, but can we just say that, that that's a great tactic to use when you're getting into the market is to position yourself as the, as the backup for, yeah. yeah. You know. uh, well, I, I think positioning is no one's done that. I think that's, it's, it's a perfect idea. Hey, you know, you might as well have this uh, open source alternative with money coming in uh, as a backup. Mm-hmm. You know, and then yeah. and then watch the watch the sats come rolling, and people be like, "Oh, hold on a second. Yeah, it's a great it's a great idea because you have YouTube. I mean, YouTube is dropping people off, and so yep. if you come into that market as the backup, you're. I mean, that's a legitimate thing. Dave Jones, we are we have come a long way, my friend. Um, we have we, uh, we've been going a while. We need we want to drop. Yeah, we, we want to end. This. We do want to end. I just want okay. to. I'm sorry, I'm mentioning it so late. There's a new hypercatcher, uh, hypercatcher 2.0 that uh, we've got. Uh, that David has come back for. He's he has uh, been resurrected, and uh, and there's all <laughs> yes. kind all kinds of cool features he's putting in there. And I use hypercatcher. I use it with my team. My team consisting of Dreb Scott. But it's not really my team because I don't want to 1099 him. So I don't know who that guy is. Yeah, uh, but he dreb somebody. He dreb somebody. Um, and it looks cool. So, you know, th- more development. And uh, and we've had Hypercatcher around since the very beginning. And it's a, just a, a very invaluable tool um, uh, for at least for my uh, for the podcast that I do and others who are using it. So I'm real mm-hmm. happy about that. So check that out. Hypercatcher dot, is it dot, dot com? I thought it was .io for some oh, reason. Hyper- Maybe I'm wrong. Catcher. Uh, no, it's hypercatcher.com. And the, well, actually, the new one is hypercatcher.studio. Ah, uh, that's it. That's okay. the back end. That's where you want to be in the back. And so I think the it old is, one was studio.hypercatcher.com. Yes. So that's so I should say he built a new studio, the new back end. Okay. And he's using this eight bit font, which is very sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very Nintendo. It's yes, that. Thank you. It's not. It's not. I don't know if it's Nintendo. It's more like, um, uh, like Prodigy. Do you remember? Ooh, do you Prodigy. remember Prodigy? If barely. Yeah. Yeah. There was the Sears owned, uh, kind of like America Online. Sears. Yeah, it was owned yeah. by Sears. Yeah. It yeah. Was, it was, this looks. <laughs> this looks like. Um, uh, this font reminds me of the Apple Two E. There, yeah, yeah, like that too. Yeah, or the color computer from uh, Radio Shack. You remember <laughs> uh, that one? Uh, uh-uh. uh, no, I did not remember. Oh, that was that was before that. the TRS eighty. They had the color. I think it was before the TRS eighty. I remember the TRS eighty. I still I have my TRS one hundred, baby. Do you still have a uh, a uh, the Vic twenty? Do you still have a Vic twenty? No, unfortunately, I don't have the Vic twenty. But the TRS one hundred was the portable with the like eight line LCD screen and it mm-hmm. ran on double A batteries. Had a built in modem, three hundred baud. I still have it. Oh nice. Yeah. I'll bring it on cam next time. On cam. <laughs> Can you unbox it? <laughs> this, <laughs> yeah, sure. The Hypercatcher Studio font is and I figured out it's Oregon Trail. Do you remember that game? No, Oregon, Trail. Oregon Trail? No, that that was an old game. It looks like the Oregon Trail font from the Apple II E days. Um I was looking to see if I could find the TRS-100. That's somewhere in the closet. Uh, okay. So what's on deck for next week, Dave? First of all, what are you doing this weekend? Just hanging out, chilling? 
Uh, we no, are getting you ready for my. It. Oh, your vacation. We're getting. No, no, no. We're getting ready for my son's graduation. He graduates from high school on Wednesday. And so, we're uh, have a big so bash. And so, uh, is he is he mobile now or? We go to the doctor on Monday and to see if he can put weight on his leg. He's still in the walker right now. Mm, okay. So that's a that's a big one. We're we're uh, we got our fingers crossed. Yes. That he can get off the walker Monday in time for his graduation party on Wednesday. And then once once he's mobile again, then he can go uh, take care of his own shit again, right? Yeah, then get off mob couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I have no idea what's going on next week, uh, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, it feels feels like we have a lot of movement in this area, so I'm really excited. I'll probably be working with Alex Gates on the, some of this video stuff. Um, oh, cool. And uh, as well as the IPFS. It, I don't know. It just feels like from a user standpoint, podcaster, there's a lot more for me to do all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, n- next Next week, I'm going to talk some more i've got a bunch i only made it halfway through the list here of stuff i want to talk about so next week i i do want to talk about some stuff with i've actually been talking to a lot of podcast hosting companies good over the last two weeks about uh helping them to do submissions to Mm -hmm. the index and Mm -hmm. that kind of thing so Mm -hmm. i just want to let everybody know there's a lot of interest and and things are still you know like podcasting 2.0 is is front of mind for a lot of people and uh, you you know we we throw it all on the floor and then and, and then scrape it up into piles and throw scissors at things but the the hosting companies they they do actual product launches and rollouts yeah, you know? yeah. so that you don't hear about it until they happen but uh it's it's encouraging to let everybody know that that they are looking at things well so thank we'll you talk about that Everybody, thank you very much for participating in this fantastic experiment. Thank you, chat room, for being with us today. Thank you, everyone who is implementing all of this fantastic, crazy stuff that we're just cutting each other up with. Uh, and uh, remember, podcasting is a slow grower, but it grows consistently. Consistently. And with that, I bid you adieu, my friend. All right, bro. Have a good weekend. <laughs> And that's it for Podcasting 2.0. We'll be back next week with the board meeting. Join us, please, right here at Podcasting 2.0, the podcast. Listening to Podcasting 2.0. Visit podcastindex.org for more information. Podcasting! We have the boosts!